Someone's gonna get offended. It's just the way the world works. So to hopefully save everyone a little time and or energy, here's this. The opinions that you hear are those of the host and callers and not those of iHeartMedia, its management, or advertisers. Ladies and gentlemen, it's the Phillips File, broadcasting high atop the iHeartMedia complex on WTKS-FM HD1. Cocoa Beach, Orlando. Available anywhere you go on the iHeartRadio app. Download it now. Groundbreaking. Critically acclaimed. And now, The Phillips File. All right, here we go. Hold your ears, folks. It's showtime. Yeah, it is. Hello there. Good afternoon, everybody. Welcome. It's the start of the Phillips File. This one for Thursday. That's Thursday, November 30th, the year 2017. Good afternoon, everyone. My name is Jim Phillips here once again to take your phone calls and listen to your stuff, whatever your stuff might happen to be. News, current events, we'll do that. We'll talk about your life. Feel free to talk about mine. Certainly, we'll find many other things to discuss this afternoon. We always do. I like to say that we do, and that's the nature of this program. So, Take part in the most listened to, the most popular, the most widely heard, the highest rated radio program of its kind in the entire state of Florida. Pick us up on iHeartRadio. Go to realradio.fm. That's the website, our website. You can follow me on Twitter at Real Jim. Then send us a text on anything at any time. I promise we'll look at it, review it, read it. Quite possibly we might use it on the air. That's Real Mobile 77031, powered by David Moss Chevrolet and David Moss Toyota. Otherwise, on the phones, of course, long-distance, toll-free, 1-888-978-1041. For those of you in the Metro, 407-916-1041. Mo's here. She has news in a few yes, minutes. Yes, sir. We'll comment on that. Mr. Pinkman continues to fill in for Jack. He remains Ooh. on vacation. He will be back with us on Monday. And Fritz is back with us today, helping out on the phones and doing some other things, the research department as well. Late on the program, right after the news with Mo, that bonus round of closest to the pin. No, there won't be a bonus round. I forgot to write it today. I knew there was something. So. Maybe I can work something out in an hour. We'll see what I can do no during more. the breaks. Good. Uh, I'll do the best I can. Or maybe I'll just be one question. Oh, you've done that before. That's, <laughs> yeah. that's a lot of pressure. Yeah, there was something I was supposed to get to today. Oh, boy. We've got uh, no audio file because Jack remains on vacation. Regular round of closest to the pin today, Thursday. We'll talk with Dirty Jim from the Monsters, who's also the host of Primetime Kitchen. Heard Friday evenings at 8. We'll talk to Dirty Jim about what he has planned for the program for tomorrow. Uh, Five-minute professor, of course, later in the program. Angel comes along today from the Monsters. He always picks the drive-home song of the day on Thursday, and then we'll have enough time for person, place, or thing at the end of the program before we hand it over to Tom and Dan. Nothing uh, outstanding, outrageous that uh, caught my attention. Well, Jim Neighbors has died. Passed away at the age of 87, of course, Gomer Pyle, Gomer Pyle yeah. from the Andy Griffith show, and then Gomer Pyle, USMC, or whatever it was. That's correct. I, I, was a goober, I was a goober guy more than I was a Gomer guy. Gomer Pyle, I thought, was a very minor character on Andy Griffith, mm-hmm. of course, but then when he was in the Marine Corps with Sergeant Carter and all of that, that was a 
that was a, a must watch. I never for liked me. that program. Seriously, I, I loved didn't like it. that program. Oh, yeah, I didn't. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't like it. Maybe because it was black and white. Beverly Hillbillies. Did you like that? I like Beverly Hillbillies. Uh, um, I could not tolerate um, Green Acres or Petticoat no, I love Junction. Green Acres. How about I, Petticoat Junction? I hated. I hated Petticoat Junction. There was a whole bunch of country down home shows in that same era. So Beverly that. Hillbillies. I love Beverly Hillbillies, but that was well before Petticoat Junction. Mm. Um, Green Acres, I thought was hilarious. Uh, with Arnold the pig, the pig and Mr. Guy. Haney. Oh, yeah. I mean, you can't get any better than that. No, that's true. I was not a fan of of uh, Gilligan's Island. Oh, that's such a great show. I hated that. I disliked that program. And I'm not quite sure why. Maybe I because I wasn't a big fan of, uh, what's his name? Thurston uh, uh, Howell. No, who no, played Bob, uh, Gilligan? Bob, Bob Denver. Bob Denver. I liked him when Points. he was on Dobie Gillis. Thank you. Uh, when he was a hippie? Yeah, well, Beatnik. Oh, well, Beatnik. He was the Beatnik. <laughs> That's right. On Dobie Gillis. With the goatee. Yeah. Mm. Along with, uh, what's his name? Uh, here we go with the snapping. Yeah, who's oh, married wait. to uh, that woman that was in the movie with Michael Douglas when he was the president, but he mm-hmm. was a bachelor president, then he fell in love. Yeah, she's got the hair. She was also in that movie uh, with uh, John Cusack. What is that movie? John Cusack. Yeah, no, not the movie John Cusack. She is in a movie with John Cusack. The, Drift, uh, the Grifters. Nice. Yeah. What's her name? Uh, I'm you know what I'm talking about? You want her name or his oh name? I want her name. Because then you want to know who's married to her, and that's who you don't like? Yeah, no, yeah. the brother of Shirley MacLaine. Warren Beatty. Yeah. Well, why didn't you say that from the beginning? Uh, Whoever all, all women had a love affair with when he was in that movie, Shampoo. That's right. Anyway, so we got, yeah, so I was always, I, was always, I thought Goober was a better mechanic. Mm-hmm. Gomer Pyle, Jim Neighbors. Even though he, he spoke like that down-home kind of country bumpkin kind of character that he played, when he sang, it was a show st- You almost yes. did a double take. Like, how, how did he, it, It's like Mel Tillis who stuttered when he sang. He didn't stutter. Yeah. This guy talked like country corn pone, and then he sang that this beautiful voice Man, came out of him. Classically trained. I don't know how it works. I'm sitting around last night, right? Mm-hmm. Saying, God, I can't take any more Trump. I can't take no, any more yelling fatigue, and screaming. Right? Back and forth, CNN, back and forth, mm-hmm. just yelling at one another, blah, 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 blah. You know, the the right. the videotapes from Britain first, which are far-right nationalist tapes that he retweeted, and now the Brits are pissed off at the Americans, and it's back and forth. Mm-hmm. And then these pundits, you know, on CNN with Anderson Cooper. Yes. You know, hi, let's get more ratings. How do we get more ratings? Ratings. We just have people yell at one another back and forth and back and forth. I made up my mind about this uh, president a long time ago. I happen to believe he's unhinged. I really do. Mm. I think he's mentally unstable. And we're very close, if not close as we've been, to nuclear war uh, well, since the Cuban Missile Crisis. Mm-hmm. Um, where am I going with this? So I said, I, I just want to watch something. You know, I just want to. You know, I just don't want to have to think of it. So I, so I started watching this Bruno Mars live at the Apollo. Ah. Oh. Did you see that show? No, no. this guy is absolute. I I tweeted yep. after 15 minutes. I said I just saw 15 minutes of Bruno Mars live at the Apollo. I'm exhausted. Oh, he's high he's energy. terrific. High yep. energy, but it's awesome. He's got the as as he's got the woo. Yep. I mean, there are certain individuals. Woo. I mean, they are. I yes. mean, they just they just have it, and he's got it. He's got the woo. The first time he did. Um Uptown Funk on SNL, I literally jumped up and started screaming. I was like, that is a hit. That Nerd. is a hit. 
Now, I don't know what is, uh-huh. what is he pop? Is he rhythm yes. and blues? Yes. He's got a little hip hop thing going on. Oh, he's he got wants. a little boys to men, but James Brown going on. Oh, yeah. he's, the, the choreography is out. Yeah, spectacular. Yeah. He's, he's a real showman. I, I turned to my wife last night. I said, "This guy's going to be around for a long time." Mm-hmm. I saw him interview on sixty minutes. Yeah, I saw that too. Remember? I thought it was a lousy interview. What? (laughs) But you learned about his family and where he came from, and he had nothing, and then his family were entertainers, and it was so, you know, guy gave you a little peek behind. Any bitty thing. He's a tiny little guy. Yeah, Yeah, well, he's absolutely terrific. So good. But he's chock full of talent. Oh, yeah. Maybe he's this big, but he's chock full. No, there's no question yes. about it. That's a, that's, that's a major. Right? I, I really enjoyed Star, that. Right? Star, right? Because I said, I'm just going to watch a little bit of it, mm-hmm. you know, before I go off and read or whatever. And then, I, and, you know, and then I was like, this is, this is, this is yeah. terrific. Oh, I know. Anyway, so we got Gomer Pyle. Mm-hmm. Jim Neighbors, he's dead at that's 87. Upsetting. Very upsetting. More talk about Scott Frost. Will he stay? Will he leave? And I think most people have now come to the conclusion Sunday he will announce he's going to Bye-bye. Nebraska. Mm-hmm. We'll so. see. Another person killed a Sunrail accident and was killed when a Sunrail train slammed into a semi in Seminole County. The driver of the semi died at the scene. He was hauling wood and screening materials, and his truck was on the tracks mm-hmm. when the train hit. Oh, you know, if you if you go over the tracks like you're you know the tracks, and then there's an intersection. Mm-hmm. You know, if if you've gone over the tracks, you have a responsibility to scoot as far ahead as possible to so you can leave exit. room to somebody yeah. in the back. Mm-hmm. Yep. Because there's nothing worse. You said, oh, I think I got some room. And then you cross the tracks and you'll, oh, you got a third of your car sitting over the tracks. You know, waiting for that gate to come down on your roof. But anyway, I don't know what happened here. I don't know whether not paying attention, whether the truck stalled. But that can't be a, uh, they say. And he died. Yeah, they say right? if you're a train engineer, sooner or later, it's not when, it's it's, it's not if, it's when. Yes. Sooner or later, you will, you'll run into something, meaning a human being or a human being in a car mm-hmm. or a truck. And I here's know. another one. These, uh, these uh, Sunrail How many trains, though, I don't know, but it certainly seems more than should be average. Happen. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. I mean, I don't know what the yeah. average is. I don't either. But, it's certain, but it seems every time you turn around, the sunrail's plowing into something. It was, and I don't think it's their not fault. Not their fault. No. Yeah, it was like one a week. Well, it's not one a week. But <laughs> That's it is, what it, it seemed like. It seems like one a week, but it's not. At every Once they started, it was so new for all of us as drivers that maybe we just weren't sure about how to operate yeah, or something. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, well, you know, when the gate comes down and the bells and the whistles go off, that still means, oh, well, I don't have to worry about this. It's only a sunreal train. (laughs) No, it's going at a good clip. It's not powerful enough. No. It's just a commuter train. Yeah, exactly. It's not as heavy. I'll be okay with this. Yeah, it's just a commuter train. They'll be able to slam on the brakes. Mm. Everything's going to be okay. Mm, There we go with uh, that. Anything else I need? Thanks to Elixir once again for lunch. Oh, oh, we yes. appreciate that so very much. Mm-hmm. I had a steak sandwich from Elixir. How was like, it? It was excellent. Uh-huh. It's like a steak sandwich uh, utilizing Texas toast. Mm. I didn't even ask for it, and they brought me in a little veggie burger. It was very, very, oh. very good. Right, yep. Mr. Pinkman? Correct. I had the swordfish, which is on special today, and that's all at the corner of Washington and Orange, downtown Orlando. Uh, you can get your Earth Day birthday ticket there with no service charge now. And go to elixirorlando.com for more information. Right, and Sabrina go. and I had a salad. All right, Mo is next with the news. <laughs> After the news, a bonus round of Closest to the Pin, all upcoming on Real Radio 104.1. He's got the news that ain't gonna bore ya. Here's Moira, here's Moira, here's Moira. From around the globe. 
Time for the news. Here's Mo. Jim, the news brought to you today by McDonald's. I'm loving it. Well, the sexual harassment allegations continue to unfold. Uh, Now, a handful of women have uh, testified or reported about Matt Lauer, but then we move over to the hip-hop world, and mogul Russell Simmons is actually leaving his companies after allegations of sexual assault. Wow. The founder of the music label Def Jam Recordings and the CEO of Rush Communications, Russell announced he's leaving in a statement today. It comes after a screenwriter, Jenny Lumet, wrote a guest column in The Hollywood Reporter in which she claimed that Russell Simmons forced her to have sex in 1991. In that statement, though, Russell Simmons says Lumet's recollection of the events are different than his but that her feelings of fear and intimidation are real. He claims he's never been violent, but is guilty of thoughtlessness and insensitivity in some of his relationships and said he sincerely and humbly apologizes. So uh, this woman, you may recognize the last name, Lumet. She is the daughter of the director, Sidney Lumet. Mm. Is uh, it Sidney Lumet or is it Lumet? Lumet. No, Lumet? Yeah, I Lumet. I thought it was Lumet. Uh-uh, fancy though. No, Lumet. it's Lumet. I was a stupid kid. It is Mr. Lumet. Oh, I finally figured out that uh, mm-hmm. push-button lock on Matt Lauer's door. Yeah? No, what yeah, happened? Yeah, it, was fair, it wasn't uh, un- It was uh, for, for security, security reasons. Yeah, I did mm. see that. Oh, that makes sense. That makes sense. All of a sudden, you know, there's an alert in the building, boom, you're able to lock the door immediately. Yeah, keep people out. So it's not because he was changing and you would see him in his underpants? That's what I thought. I mean, that made well, that's sense. What everybody to me. thought, right? But or it's for or that he would security. trap the women in there. But I don't know. But well, I mean, he used yeah. it to trap women in there. But the fact is, it was that's why there it was for installed. Security. Yes, that's correct. Uh, let's move over to the other story that was so shocking yesterday. If you're a fan of uh, NPR, or I know you just despise the Prairie Home Companion. I don't with Garrison despise Keeler. it. I just never. I mean, I thought never I always really like Garrison Keeler when mm. he do that uh, whatever from Lake, Lake Wobegon. Wobegon. Yeah. Wobegon. That's about it. Everything else, you know, the guy noir and those skits that he would do, and then he bring the on singing, those, and they would sometimes sing. he'd yeah bring on these corn pone singers from Appalachia. You know, the oh, music's boy. great for about ten minutes. Then you're saying, uh, well, that's all he had. Oh, listen, yesterday yeah. he made millions. He was fired for inappropriate behavior toward a co-worker. Well, today, former A Prairie Home Companion host Garrison Keillor is considering leaving the United States. What? The 75-year-old humorist and fixture over public radio for many, many years said in a Facebook posting today that it's astonishing to him that 50 years of hard work can be trashed in a morning by an accusation, end quote. Garrison Keillor says... This is the quote again. I think I have to leave the country in order to walk around in public and not feel accusing glances. Minnesota Public Radio said it fired Garrison Keeler after it was notified of these allegations while Keeler was responsible for the production of a Prairie Home Companion. He says his life has been ruined over an accusation, and now he says the only way he can imagine walking down the street is to leave the country. Says it's not worth it's not worth it to him to fight. He doesn't believe the allegations are true. But he doesn't worth think that at his age yes. that it's worth fighting. It's just mm-hmm. let it be. Mm-hmm. Uh, you mentioned that we mourn the passing today of actor Jim Neighbors. He is dead at the age of eighty-seven, playing cheerful Gomer Pyle. Always will, golly, that was his you know his signature comment on the Andy Griffith Show as well as Gomer Pyle USMC. Um, 
this was all in the 60s, and um, he was also quite an accomplished singer, Jimmy. He had 28 albums, five of them gold albums, and one platinum album, to his credit. Mm. He had a very deep, rich baritone voice and had... He, He's gay, wasn't he? Uh-huh. He was, I mean, it, I don't care one I or the other. Yeah, I think his husband confirmed his death. Mm-hmm. Uh, he actually, interestingly enough... He sang at the opening ceremonies of the Indianapolis 500 for several years. He sang back home again in Indiana. Mm. How's but, that one go? But I don't know. He was an Alabama native <laughs> whose Southern twang was really evident in all the shows he was on on TV. Yeah, it is. And then, golly. Yeah. Mountain Dew. Mm-hmm. He died early this morning in Honolulu, where he was living with his partner of 38 years, yeah, whose name was Stan Cadwallader. Oh, wait a minute. Stan, Stan <laughs> Cadwallader. That's a lot of letters. Cadwallader. <laughs> That's a lot of letters. That's a lot of letters. I'm not sure I said it right. Cadwallader? Cadwallader. It's or is la- it Cadwallader? I, I don't know. Look at the last, the very last word of that story. John Cad- the Cadwallader. Stan Cadwallader. I, yeah. I gave it a try. I don't know if that's right, but that's what I gave it. Points. What do you think? Cadwallader. <laughs> I don't know. What do you, what do you or think? Or it could be Cadwallader. <laughs> that doesn't sound right either. No, it doesn't. I no. think it's Cadwallader. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, that's what I called him. So there's Thank that. Thank you, Stan. Mm-hmm. Oh, speaking of country singers, oh, Tennessee Tennessee courts uh, show singer, court records show singer Glenn Campbell mm. left three of his children out of his will. The 13-page will, dated no September 1st, 2006, when he was still of sound mind and body, mm. leaves out his daughter, Kelly and his sons, William and Wesley, from any direct benefit from his estate. Ooh. Nothing. They get borscht. Glenn Campbell had five other children. USA Today says the action is likely to set up a court battle uh-huh. between the various factions of the Campbell family over an estimated 50 million clams. That's what Damn. they think his estate is worth. $50 million. How many clams to make a dollar? A <laughs> hundred. <laughs> I thought it's like a pen. I don't know. At least six. Fifty million clams, like a dollar. Always right. soak your clams in cornmeal first. Water and cornmeal. It's that's that silt out of them or whatever. The sand. Sand out of them. Yeah. Yeah. Don't mm-hmm. say. Yeah, they'll spit the sand out. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Glenn like, Campbell. You learn something. You know. You sure within do. the first within the first twenty five minutes of this Look program. At that. You've learned something new. Yeah, you have clams like cherry stone clams you want to put on the grill. That's all you have to do. Bowl of Just water. Just throw them on the grill. They'll open up. But, you know, put them in, in, in uh, water with yeah. some cornmeal, mm-hmm. and those clams will spit out the sand because there's nothing worse than a sandy clam. All righty then. Thank you, sir. You heard it here first. Uh, yeah. Uh, so just we, saying. Well, just, I'm we, just saying. We will watch. Oh, slow joke. I we love will it. watch for the Glenn Campbell fight in a minute. He fathered eight children. Three of them have been shut out. The other five fighting back and forth. He fathered eight children with four different wives. All right. Just saying. Two per wife. Spreading that seed around. I don't what know. Spreading you what? Spreading the seed. He was a Wichita seed, lineman. People say that? Spreading spread seed. seed. It's huh? in the Bible. Well, I... Yes. Tis better to uh, put your seed somewhere than spill it on the ground or something. What? Something like that. Yeah, yeah exactly. On the yeah. ground. Close Le- enough. Leviticus 16, 12. Yeah, you're not supposed to spill it on the ground. No. Yeah. What does that mean? And exactly I think what we you're know. thinking. Yo, yo, really? Mm-hmm. Oh. So it was written, so it shall be. Mm-hmm. As above, so is below. A man was killed when a Sunrail train gym slammed into a semi this morning, actually right after noon today yeah, right. in Seminole County. Right now, it's Springs. 
And there's still a lot of traffic snarl, so be careful if that's part of your afternoon commute. Okay. The driver of the semi died at the scene. He was hauling wood and screening stuff, and his truck was on the tracks. The train came plowing through, hit him. Uh, His uh, This was like Ronald Reagan. You imagine uh, being the engineer. I mean, you're a quarter mile away or a half mile away. and go. Oh, come on, man. I can't stop this thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, this thing, I can't just put on the brakes and stop at 30 feet. And you're going, oh. Damn it. All right, everybody, strap yourself I know. in. Mm-hmm. Now, while it says drivers should avoid the area, they yeah. canceled the train, right? Of course, they had to cancel the train. The train had to be. They did say Lynx buses will replace travel between Longwood and Sandlake. There you go. All right, we'll take a little break. we got more news with Mo. The birthdays as well. Bonus round of closest to the pin at the top of the hour. It's the Phillips File on Real Radio 104.1. I have completed the bonus questions for that bonus round of closest what? to the pin yes. at the top of the hour. I am a master. You are. Let's get back to the news, the birthdays. <laughs> oh. Don't forget that bonus round at four. Here's Mo. Today we say goodbye to November, Jim. It's yeah. November 30th, 2017. Never to come back again. And today is National Moose Day. I don't know if it's chocolate what? mousse or any kind of moose. You know, like hey, Molly spelling it. Moose. M-O-U-S-S-E. Moose. That's oh. moose. Yeah, yeah. M-O, it's got a U. M-O-U-S-S-E. I don't know. Not mouse. I know it's not. But anyway. Yeah, but you said moose. Moose. What do you say? You're like an animal. Oh, well. Well, you said moose. It's National Food Day. No, it's moose like the pudding. M-O-U-S-S-E. I like moose. Yeah, that's good stuff. Yeah, it is. Is that the only kind that they make? Chocolate moose? Or is there other kinds of moose? I'm sure there are other I've never had any other. No, I haven't either. That's why I'm asking. Is it always chocolate moose? I think it might be. Research is on it. All right, research. Anyway, tomorrow, December, we have a whole new day, a whole new month of... Uh, oh, I think there's been other mooses. Oh, no, you do? Mooses. There can, there can be other mooses. Yeah. Mooses Certainly. sounds wrong. Says, like, that's the plural of moose? I it's have no idea. I don't care either. Mooses. All right, moving along. Whites. Shall we? Meese. Uh, Thank you. Uh, the University you. of Central Florida, Points. UCF, has its own police department. Yes. As we know, they give tickets, a lot of tickets for parking, because there's no parking out there. But mm, anyway... What a racket. It's quite the thing. Uh, the UCF had not only as a police department, Jim, but they have a police chief. And that police chief, Richard Barry, announced his retirement yesterday. He His last day will be June 30th, 2018. He said that he never imagined that he would have such a great career when he put on his badge. He was 18 years old, and he has been working it since 1977. Yeah, his brother was a sheriff for a long time. Yeah. He was first an officer in Altamont Springs. What? And then in 92, mm-hmm. he was police chief in Lake Mary. Yeah. And then he was president of the International Association of Chiefs of Police. Wow. And all these different things. His father yeah. was in law yeah, enforcement. Wow. You mentioned his wow. brother was the sheriff for 16 years in Orange mm-hmm. County. Uh, Kevin Barry. Anyway, so he is going to be you know, hanging up his badge. His brother's an arch conservative. Is that so? Yeah. Kevin Barry. I don't, I don't know anything about this one. But, oh, um, I don't know anything about him either. 41 years he's been uh, you know, member of law enforcement. Well, good for him. Yep. Kevin and, Barry was my neighbor back oh, when I was growing up. really? Mm. Very conservative. Oh. He's super conservative. Yeah. All righty then. I mean, he's, he's way over there. Yeah, way what do you mean by there. super conservative? I mean, he was a, I think he was a, a birther. Oh, oh boy. No, 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 yeah, no. Yeah, I think no, he was no. over that far. No. Oh. Wow. A lot of people are planning their holiday travel already. Thanksgiving is come and gone, but now we're looking ahead to the December holidays. Although thousands of holiday travelers may have their flights canceled if they're flying on American. 
Oh, boy. Because American Airlines screwed up the scheduling app Uh and gave almost all their pilots the holidays off. (laughs) Oh, God. Yeah. Don't worry, everybody. We've got pilotless, pilotless planes. Dude. They got no. They need a pilot. They need a crew there. And there's no question. They said, "Oh, wait a minute. What are we going to do?" They may. Please check with the airport before you're flying in and out on American over December, over the holidays in the middle or late December. Speaking of pilotless, General Motors says it is this far away. They're yeah. talking quarters, from what? not years, from introducing uh, driverless cars. Mm. Oh, cool! No, that is awesome. Scary. Oh yeah, too scary. Well, be safer in one of those. Yeah, yeah, it's less scary than the old people merging onto I four at twenty miles an hour. Mm, that's a disaster. Yeah, you're American- in the backseat. You don't have to have a car. You just have a car when you need it. Yep. American Airlines. Goodbye, Jim. Uber. Uber. Yeah, or Uber. Yeah, Uber. Uber. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it's, my company. It's a tuber. It's fine. Yeah, because uh, they're gonna have a fleet of cars. You just call <laughs> one up. Zzz, up it comes to your curb. You get in. Do Nobody's whatever you in need. There? Then it goes back. Oh no, there's nobody in it. Oh, oh I don't like that. Oh. Well, you sit there, do the crossword puzzle. I could do that. Practice your harmonica. I couldn't look, though, because I would be so afraid, and there's no one to say, hey, 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 they're stopping. Hey, hey, do you know where you're going? The car does the work. The car does it. Yeah, but what if they... You would be screaming at the computer. I would be yelling. Ah, 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 break, break. I would be so scared. I'd be holding my breath the whole trip. It's it's coming. I I don't know. That could be, but I'm driving. I'm not... I don't know right now if I'm turning my life over to a driverless car. It's computers. It's odd that you're reacting than anything that your brain can do. Mm-hmm. It's odd that you trust your husband more than a computer car. Eh, what does I that do. say about you? I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what it says about me, but I, that computer, I, I'm not a great passenger anyway when he's driving. I can't imagine being a great passenger when there's nobody driving. <laughs> you know what I mean? That is really nerve wracking. Anyway, back to American Airlines, Jim. I'm just saying. They're blaming a computer. See, here we go. American Airlines is blaming a computer glitch for an error mm. that too many pilots took time off in December. It's left more than 15,000 flights scheduled from December 17th till New Year's Eve, the 31st, those two weeks of the month, without a crew, without a full crew, and in danger of being canceled. Miami, one of the 10 major American Airlines hubs, New York, Washington, L.A., big centers of commerce, and, and there's going to be no pl- there's no pilots. So what they have done now, they realize they had this computer foul up. They have offered the pilots time and a half if they would rescind their vacation. Ooh, that's their, a good deal. Right? And they said, hey, please come in because we have to reschedule 15,000 planes full of people. Anyway, got me all worked up. You know, they're about this far away from infusing oh, human DNA God. into machines. How will that be helpful? I don't like that. How is that helpful to anyone? It's going to be like, how? How is it helpful? Yeah, what is it? What would that do? Well, now you have machines that can create and make other machines. And oh, they, then it's among really other things. dangerous. Yeah. They can also write poetry. Oh. So the creative part of your DNA gets infused. I'm just into- saying <laughs> they're, they're talking about being able to infuse your DNA into a machine. All right, Effectively fine. creating a race of cyborgs. Oh, gosh. Once they can re- replicate each other and themselves, then, oh, then we're, we're in real trouble. Yeah, That's we're a, screwed. Wouldn't that classify as a species? If it can replicate itself? A human-machine hybrid? Mm, I don't know. There are more steps Heads that are needed in the replication of human beings than any other thing on the planet. Oh. Because we make everything complicated. It's human <laughs> beings. Mm-hmm. If you took everything that it took to have human beings 
replicate to essentially yes, uh, themselves. Yes. Yes. Engage in, in, in sex and produce another human being. Yes. You would have to have, God, what was the, well, you would have to have 200, I think it was, two, uh, never mind. All right, let me tell you this. My brain's going to explode. Today is November 30th. It's also another day to celebrate if you're a Floridian. Oh, boy. It's the end of the record-breaking 2017 hurricane season. Oh Finally here, today's it. The National Weather Service says this was the busiest Atlantic hurricane storm season in over a decade, with 17 named storms, including Harvey, Maria, Irma. 72 deaths in Florida are attributed to Irma, and don't even talk about Puerto Rico. Because they are still drying out from that. Yeah. And All the right. Virgin Islands. Nobody's even talked about the, the Virgin, Virgin Islands. Islands. That's true. St. Thomas, St. Croix. St. John's. St. John. British yeah. Virgin Islands. Is it John Portola, or John's? Joost van Dyke. Is it John or John's? That's British. St. John's. Oh, British. Islands. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Correct. This is a very busy weekend for soccer in Orlando. Starting tomorrow, the what? Orlando City Soccer Stadium is featuring the 2017 NCAA Women's College Cup Soccer Semifinals and the championship as oh, well. Wow. No local schools are in it, though. Unfortunately, it's Stanford, the University of South Carolina, mm. Duke, and UCLA are the ones competing. But it's a big deal oh, a, that, for That's soccer. a big deal. It is a big deal. It's the college championships for women. Oh, very good. So that's cool. Uh, yeah. Just thought I'd throw that in there. Big weekend for soccer in Orlando. President Trumpster says that Secretary of State Rex Tillerson is still here. They said, are you thinking of firing him? He said, well, he's still here. Uh, Trump made the remarks while hosting the Crown Prince of Bahrain in the Oval Office today amid multiple reports that are coming out that Rex Tillerson may be on his way out. He doesn't know what he's doing. (laughs) Who, Tillerson or Trump? Uh, Tillerson. Oh. He's he's bringing bringing a, a, a... business a corporate, corporate structure mindset. into yeah. a government yeah. st- it doesn't it doesn't work it's not mm. the same thing it's a different animal it's not filling positions cutting positions a lot of like, diplomats are left empty it's called soft power empty. baby it's called soft power you got to have a strong soft power like you have uh you know uh, uh hard power hard power military yeah oh i see yes, you, have a, yes. you have a strong military but and you have to couple couple totally. that with diplomacy mm-hmm. like this nonsense in uh, korea i'm telling you right now Ooh, that's i'm funny. telling you right now they are now the people who watch this kind of stuff say they believe there's now more than a 50 percent chance that war will break out like in the korean odds, peninsula too. i don't, I don't who like does. them i don't Nobody like them. them i don't like it turns out that uh they kept screaming at the trumpster are you firing tillerson are you getting rid of him what are you doing and he said Getting a little squirrely, uh, isn't he? Yeah. Uh, Don't yeah, you think? Yeah, yeah just it's recently just... he's been a little bit off-center. Uh, the, the White House says they are working on a plan. <laughs> at least this is what reports are now saying. Yeah. They're working on a plan to force Tillerson out and replace him with CIA chief Mike Pompeo. Uh, okay. And then I don't know who takes I over CIA. Is he better? Like Mike Pompeo? I don't know. I think One Mike, yeah, well, Mike Pompeo at least has a background in, in government. Oh, uh, yeah. And diplomacy and whatnot. You know, because Tillerson, a former ExxonMobil CEO, yeah, has clashed with the White House over the direction of U.S. foreign policy. Often Tillerson says something as a spokesman for the State Department, as our Secretary of State, right? And not five seconds later, the White House negates what he just said. Secretary of State, while the president is not around, speaks as the president. That's right, as the government, yes. Well, but, you know. And then the, he says something, and then, whoop, you know. Other way, up, backwards. The, the White House says something <laughs> right. totally. That's di- right. Not diametrically opposed. So confused. Mm, he's confused. Already. Very confused. Well, Sad. anyway, so he might. I know you had a bet on Tillerson, but your bet was over because you yeah. said he'd be out by Thanksgiving. <laughs> what about the end of the year? You think he'll be? Still, not, you ready I'm to not, bet? I'm no, I'm not interested. No. What? You're always.
always interested in taking a dollar. Yeah, but this one. Eh. All right. Republican House Speaker Paul Ryan, the, um, affectionately known as Eddie Munster, is confident the tax bill that is going through the House and the Senate will make it to the president's desk by the end of the year. He called it historic legislation and the first significant rewrite of the very complex tax code in 30 years. Thank you for, you know, passing something where you had no public hearings whatsoever. We appreciate yeah. that. A massive restructuring of the tax code and uh, no in hearing. only 30 days time with no public hearing. Thank you very much. Yeah. We're going to we're, we're taking you guys down in the midterms. You know how this works, we are right? We're taking you down. The House comes up with an option, the yeah. Senate comes up with an option, then they go to conference committee and hammer out the differences. Reconciliation. That's right. And that then whatever they come up with yeah. then goes to the president for his John Hancock. And you know he loves signing stuff. Signs it real big and then holds it up to show mm-hmm. like he's just yeah. colored in a picture. Very exciting. Well, yeah, he's proud of some things. He's proud of signing. Yeah, he loves signing. Look, I've signed, and he holds it up like this. Mm-hmm. Look, I've signed. Look here, I've yeah. signed. Pocahontas. Oh, boy. We're going to be looking at a lot of different oh, things. Thanks. And, you know, a lot of people are saying that, and a lot of people are saying that bad things are happening out there. We're going to be looking at that and plenty of other things. What does that mean? <laughs> that doesn't mean that anything, still though. Funny. He's so articulate. That's <laughs> what I love about him. It doesn't mean anything, what he says. It doesn't mean anything. He just bing, really... Bing, bing. Oh, that he just re- lays it right out there, yeah. doesn't he? Doesn't He's mean anything. Just gab. Yeah, we're looking at this and mm. taking another look, and then we'll review it. And then we're going to come around, bing, 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 and uh, there you go. And now, I love it. I now love it. the Trumpster is going around. Ta- yesterday, he went to Missouri and tried to say that he, as a gajillionaire, will not benefit from this latest tax redo. <laughs> I mean, which is yeah, okay. Apparently, hasn't read the bill. Factually incorrect. It's all about the estate tax. It's all about the pass-through. It's all about all manner of different uh, loopholes and things that really will benefit the tiniest Come on, they're job creators. Leave them alone. Oh, well, that hasn't happened so far, but maybe this will be the one. You know, the corporations get all breaks, and they give it back to their shareholders. Correct. They don't give it to the people in the factory line. I can't wait till they make more money, and then our paychecks are going to go up. It doesn't work that way. Uh, it hasn't so far. You know, that's all. Remember the expression trickle down? You know, the big shots. Jesus make- Christ, the Dow is up today. Oh. <laughs> well, see, now he'll say that the economy's working, so he's going to. Well, the economy is working. I don't know how much he has to do with that. It's up 335 points. Oh. Maybe your husband will take you out to dinner now. Maybe I can retire Ooh. and not and eat the fancy cat food now. That's good. Fancy feast. Yeah, that fancy feast. Oh, they put it. So, in, so expensive. In a gold, you know, they put it in a, in a crystal little bowl for that cat. On TV? Yeah, I don't like that cat. That white one? That, yeah, that Persian? Yeah, yeah it looks so much hairier. It does. Yeah. It's, it's her like... angry face cat. <laughs> they, All Persians like, have that, like, mmm, the has... eyebrows go, mmm, like that. But it's like their marketing department goes, let's pick the snobbiest looking cat for this cat. Because food. fancy face. I mean, if you. That's if what people want. Yeah, sure. say, you know, they, you know, I want the fancy stuff. Exactly. Sure. They want to feel that they're oh, fall, fall, fall. at that level. And I... they're feeding their old Tomcat some fancy feast. They're going, yeah, that's good. Yeah, I want to see the blue collar cat eat that fancy feast. <laughs> I don't know if they would like it. There's some dark secrets in that mind. I don't know. Yeah, he looks like an angry cat. You're right. Burr. <laughs> uh, there were a couple of other sexual harassment stories I kind of glossed over Who now? Uh, at the beginning. Well, one, Who of else? The, one of the oldest congressmen, his name is uh, Conyers, Michigan Democrat John Conyers. Yeah, right. He is almost 90 years old. Now, even Democrats are saying he should resign. 
Nancy Pelosi said, a lot of other people said the harassment claims are serious. They are disappointing. They are very credible. And he needs to be out. He's Sometimes ADHD. they say he has meetings in his office. He's in his pajamas. Oh, my. Who is this? <laughs> John He's Conyers. A Democrat from Michigan. Michigan. <laughs> I remember when Strom Thurmond was. <sighs> okay, what do you guys want to talk about? Yeah, he's in his PJs, yeah. He's in his pajamas. I never heard that. So you guys yeah. want some cereal? Hey, what's up? Yeah. It's just like, what really? does he offer? Yeah, Can yeah. I have some stewed prunes? Have a slice of melon. It's very uh-huh. good. No. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Anyway, so that's it. And uh, I, I, I neglected to tell you also that uh, the suspect in those Tampa murders yeah. made his initial court appearance earlier today. Howell Emmanuel Donaldson is his name. We'll just call him Howell. Mm-hmm. He is facing four counts of first-degree murder. You do that for what did you do a that judge for? ordered that how will be well i guess i call him donaldson and that's his last name he has three first names i don't even know mr donaldson is now been ordered to be held without bond until his next hearing that'll be next tuesday um they were all shot within half a mile of each other in a neighborhood mm-hmm. in tampa called seminole heights between october 9th and november 14th if convicted donaldson could face the death penalty uh the um Birthdays. Oh, birthdays. I have four. Oh, birthdays. Oh, bir- birthday, birthday, birthday. Birthday, birthday. Uh-huh. I have some. Yeah. Happy, happy <laughs> birthday today to Billy Idol. Happy, happy birthday. Uh, 57. He's uh, 59. 60. Pinkman, 62. Oh. Very nice. Pinkman. Happy, Pinkman. happy Idol. birthday, Pinkman, to Ben Stiller. Ben Stiller. Oh, man. Mm. He is probably <laughs> this day and age. What are you looking at the screen for? What are you doing? What are you glancing over there? You can Thank look at you. Mo. Look, just look at uh, Mo. All right. Right. The uh, I mean, what are you doing? I'm not looking look at Look over there, Fritz. What's he looking at? The texting service. Oh, are they telling you the answer? No, no, no there's too just, much of a uh, delay for them to get me. That's true. Well? Uh, 57. Ben Stiller, he's 54. Thank God I didn't uh, get it right. 53. Oh, you won under him, huh? Yeah, I did. Had you given him a courtesy year, you would have gotten it right on the dot. He's 52, but you still get a point. Well, he looks older. All right, listen. And finally, Jim, one of your favorites, Mandy Patinkin. (sighs) Oh, yeah. He's 67. Go ahead. All right. Princess Bride, uh, 65. Yes, on the dot. Damn it. Yeah. Yeah. Shut out. First of the year for me. Oh, first of the year. It's always the sweetest. And that's the Lottie Don. Just call me Moira. We will have a bonus round of closest to the pin. I got it together. That's upcoming next on Real Radio 104.1. So many different people in Orlando all coming together this time of year. Universally annoyed by tourists. You're supposed to drive on the right side of the road. No, you're on the right. Never mind. Just stay in the park. Real Radio 104.1. Yeah, it's a Central Florida thing. From... And now the Phillips File presents a game that is not about being right or wrong. Wrong! It's a game that rewards the lucky. Hey, everybody! We're all gonna get late! It's a game where you just have to be close. That's right! You've got that right! The game is closest to the pin! Let's go while we're young! And now, here's your ever-excited host, Jim Phillips! That's right, time for that bonus round of closest to the pin. It'll be Fritz against Pinkman. Jay is on the line. He'll pick one of you to win if he picks correctly. He'll win that You Matter business card and have good fortune for the rest of his life. If Jay picks incorrectly, he picks the loser, then he will have bad luck 
for 24 hours. Agreed upon, you two guys will play against one another? Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. Yeah. All right, let's get Jay on the line first to determine who he wants to go with. Mm-hmm. Jay, how are you today? I'm doing good, Jim. How are you? Not bad, thank you. Okay, it's this uh, super-duper bonus round of closest to the pin. You need to pick either uh, Pinkman or Fritz to win the game. Who do you think? I think I'm going with Pinky today. I'm going with Pinkman. Hold on there, Jay. Oh, boy. All right. Damn it. Rock, paper, scissors to determine who will make the decision to go first or second. Ready? Uh, One, two, and three. Oh, he got me on that. All one. right, one more time. All right, a one, two, three. All right. Now it's tied one paper, to one. Rock, right. One, two, three. Dang it! Rock beats scissors. Okay. okay. So, so Fritz, you pick. Fritz, you pick. You want to go first or second? I will walk because I know uh, uh, Pinkman doesn't like doing anything physical. Uh, you okay. Can go first. All right. Okay. There you go. All right. Don't let him talk to you like that, Pinkman. So you're playing first, right, Pinky? I'll let him talk to me however he wants. And yes. Mm-hmm. All right. Okay. Thank you. All right, here we go. No, thank you. I have 10 questions. They're all interconnected in some form or fashion. Okay. Uh, answer to the best of your ability. Are you ready? Yes, I will time here myself. Here we go. Countdown for Three, yourself. Three, mm-hmm. two, one, go. Mr. Pigman, lots of talk about the lock on Matt Lauer's door at NBC. The Yale Lock Company got it started in what year? 1836. How many undergraduates attend Yale University? Uh, 15,000. The Dustin Hoffman movie called The Graduate was released in what year? 87. How old is Dustin Hoffman? Uh, 72. Abby Hoffman was a well-known Vietnam War activist. He died in what year? 1994. Remember Abby Normal from the movie Young Frankenstein released in what year? 78. Actor Gene Wilder died in what year? 2015. How old is Gene Hackman? Uh, 68. The TV show I Dream of Genie first aired in what year? 1957. Get it within five, you went outright. If Barbara Eden was a crow in Cocoa Beach, she would have to fly how many miles to reach Titusville? Mm. Uh, 36. Time. Oh, boy. All okay. right, hold on. There we go. Here hold on. Here, we go. Okay. here he comes. Okay. Here he comes. Bam, 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 bam. Okay. All right. Yep. He looks ready. Oh, yeah. I think he's ready. There we go. I have 10 questions for you. Answer to the best of your ability, all right? I will. Here we go. All right. I know you're very serious. Here we go. Mm-hmm. Three, two, one. Fritz, lots of talk about the lock at Ma- on Mount Dow. Wait, Start again. Talk- right. okay. Start again. Sorry. My fault. You're good. Mr. Uh, Mr. Fumford there. All Put right. it down again. Three, two, one, go. Fritz, lots of talk about the lock on Matt Lauer's door at NBC. The Yale Lock Company got it started in what year? Uh, 1901. How many undergraduates attend Yale University? Uh, 22,000. The Dustin Hoffman movie called The Graduate was released in what year? 1968. How old is Dustin Hoffman? He is uh, 72. Abby Hoffman was a well-known Vietnam War activist. He died in what year? 1993. Remember Abby Normal from the movie Young Frankenstein released in what year? 1974. Actor Gene Wilder died in what year? Uh, 2016. How old is Gene Hackman? 84. The TV show I Dream of Genie first aired in what year? 1960. Get it within five, you went outright. If Barbara Eden was a crow in Cocoa Beach, you would have to fly how many miles to reach Titusville? 31. Time. Oh, my God. I don't know. Oh, boy. God, I don't know. Let's score this game. I think I lost. The Yale Lock Mm -hmm. Company got it started in what year? 
Uh, let's go with Pinkman first. Pinkman said 1836. Fritz said That's 1901. 1868. Yep. <laughs> That's Pinky. How many undergraduates attend Yale University? Pinkman said. 15,000. And Fritz? 22,000. 5,472. Pinkman, two to nothing. The Dustin Hoffman movie called The Graduate, released in what year? Pinkman said. 87. And Fritz? 68. 1967. Oh, damn it. Oh. <laughs> How old is Dustin Hoffman? Pinkman said. They both said 72. He's 80. Oh, so it's well, three to two Pinkman. Yep. Abby Hoffman was a well-known Vietnam War activist, uh, anti-war activist, I should have said. He died in what year? Pinkman said. Uh, 94, and Fritz won under him at 93. 19. 89. Oh, yes. that's Fritz. Remember it's Abby a- Normal from the movie Young Frankenstein? Released in what year? Pinkman said. 78. And Fritz. 74. Right on the money. 1970. Four. No. Actor Gene Wilder died in what year? Pinkman said. They were super close on this one as well. Pinkman said 15. Fritz said 16. Right on the money. 2016. Oh, Pinkman, it hurts. How old is Gene Hackman? Pinkman said. 68. And Fritz. 84. 87. Oh, boy. The TV show (laughs) I Dream of Genie first aired in what year? Pinkman said. 57. I was thinking 59. Fritz. 60. 1960. Oh! oh, oh, oh. What? Damn you. Oh, you're sh- he smeared you. 10 to 3. Get smeared. it within 5, you went out oh, right. This could here be we go. it. Right here. Get it within 5, you went out right. Okay. Oh, boy. If Barbara Eden, my dream of genie, was yes. a crow in Cocoa Beach, get yes. it? She would have to fly how many miles to reach Titusville? Pinkman said. 36 miles. Fritz said. 31. The answer mm-hmm. for the win. Okay. Is it tied up? No, it's not at all tied up. It's like a jillion to three. Oh, is it really? Yeah. Anyway, yeah. the answer is 30. Oh, <laughs> damn so you. Fritz gets it, but he, he gets it way, 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 way. I said, 30, I said 31 miles? Yeah. Oh, 30. my God. One mile. It was yep. really 30.1, but. Mm-hmm. Who's right. it out? Oh my nice. goodness gracious! Uh, oh my, I'm sorry, Jay. <laughs> oh Jay. Oh boy. Getting a call from. Wh- sorry, Jay. That's the way it goes. Mm-hmm. Good job there, Fritz. Thank you. Wow. Pretty impressive. Huh? Even a record of your wins and losses against Pinkman. Have you ever lost to Pinkman? Yeah, some, yeah. He has a lot a of times. times. Right, I don't know about a bunch, but some. Doctor Potato Head has a parking issue. What's going on, Doctor Potato Head? Hey Jim. Yeah. How are you? Good. Thanks. Good, good, good. Hey, uh, interesting about the berries. There are like, what, five or six of them that were all law enforcement? Oh, yeah, the chief, the father, the sons, the one was the sheriff, the other was... Modern-day blue bloods. <laughs> which, which one would be Tom, Tom Selleck? I don't no. know. I don't know. I knew Kevin I a little bit, but I didn't know the rest of them. Yeah, anyway. Is today Lupe Thursday, or where's Lupe? No, we don't do that anymore. He's too busy with the ah. transmitter. He's super busy, yeah. He can't yeah. get there. Too bad, too bad. So, Terribly underutilized. Yeah, exactly. Smart well, that's guy. That's true, yeah. Yeah. So, so anyways, I went into uh, uh, pay some real estate taxes today, like ten grand. Yeah, How right. How much is it? It's painful to do that. Today's the cutoff and, uh, if you want to get the discount. Yeah, yeah, like 200 bucks or something. And so I went into the, the parking garage. Right. And you, you park in the parking garage, and then you have to walk outside the building. Right. And kind of go around and then get back in the building, mm-hmm. get in the elevators, uh-huh. and uh, pay the bill, and, and uh, got back out to my car. 18 minutes. It's 
$4 to park. They don't validate your ticket. They just gave them $10,000 and they <laughs> make you pay for the parking. That's ridiculous. Yeah. That seems kind of a rip. And then, and then the worst part of that, yeah. the worst part of that is I gave the woman the, the money and then she makes me back up. So she's got to have the person behind me back up because she's got to go to her little machine out there. Yes. And put my, the $10 bill in there and I get back six dollar coins oh come on yeah she can't give me a a five and a one she gives me six (laughs) coins and i didn't even know we still had dollar coins like a sacagawea dollar or something now who uses a dollar coin anymore they're kind of unusual i I think they're kind of neat but i don't use them i don't want them because everybody thinks they're fake yeah yeah you know i don't even think 7-eleven takes yeah, they, they, no, they think it's a British it. pound or something. No, everybody takes it. It's just weird. I yeah, mean, but there's a delay in the in the transaction because they're yeah. like, what is this again? And then you have to describe it, yeah. and it's a dollar, and it's not a quarter, and it's a what? Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know what to tell you. I'm sorry you had such an experience. Terrible. But there's one of the coins was silver. One of them was looked like brass or something, and one of them looked like it was copper. So they can't even get the color right. <laughs> and then they had different people, different people on the front of the coins. Can you, can you tell me who are on the, the front of a one dollar coin? Yes, I can. As a matter of fact, we said one just now. Sacagawea. Right. Yeah, Sacagawea. That's one. Right. Um, oh, I know. Oh, I got one. Could it, I have an idea too. Could it be? All right. Are they all, are they, Susan B. Anthony? Yeah, didn't she used to be on a two-dollar coin though? Did I don't know. Or something? Yeah, but it's the misogynist in Congress and the Treasury Department. They said we're not going to give her that amount of respect. Let's put her on a coin so that they, nobody uses. Is that the second one? Was that was that right? No. Kennedy was yeah, a half dollar, right? Sacagawea, Sacagawea. Yeah, I thought it was Pocahontas because his name's not even. No, it's Sacagawea. No, it's not Pocahontas. No. Sacagawea is another no. Indian woman who was very popular. Native. Yes. Oh, Sa- Sacaj- no. Sacagawea, who helped Lewis Sacaj- and Clark points uh, discover the thank West. You. Oh. Points. Ja-wee. Yeah. Sounds like something. You, sounds like something you get at Whole Foods. Sacagawea. <laughs> yeah. All right, I got oh, to move on, Doctor Potato. It's the Phillips File on Real Radio one hundred four point one. You are listening to The Phillips File on Real Radio. Real Radio! 104.1! iHeartRadio Music You Should Know, featuring Bruno Mars, 24K Magic. What happened there, Pinker? So, so, you're looking for a Bruno Mars song? Uh, yeah, and since he's very popular yeah. on the top 40 stations in our company, right. we have these iHeart exclusives. Yeah. Let's go digital. So, yeah, then they put all that stuff at the beginning of it. It's like, can't you just play the song and let the DJ do the work? We've had more fumpers on this radio station since we went digital. Yeah. That's what, this never happened when we had carts and tape. No. just I'm didn't happen. Didn't. <laughs> mm. <laughs> you know? Well, there's more that we're trying to accomplish, and you don't understand. Yeah, I do. Yeah, I, I understand. Jim, mm-hmm. we were able to Rick lay Shaw off. Rick Shaw never had this kind of problem. Oh, Rick Shaw. Yeah. Hey, rest in peace. We were able to lay off 50 people now that we've gone digital. Oh, yeah. 
See, what you fail to understand is now in uh, place of 15 people, then we can have now one person control. Yeah, okay. You can do it from your home. You can exactly. do it from the bathroom. Yeah, you can do it for everywhere. While you're sitting on the can, you can program mm-hmm. the station. Oh, man, that I should try true. that. It is true. Jack does it. Get my life. Oh, God. The computer is now the DJ. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Now I'm not going to try it. Mm-mm. Yeah, robots taking our job. Thank God. Yeah. Well, I think faster than we do. One triple eight nine seven eight one zero four one. What else is happening? Jim Neighbors dead at the age of eighty seven. Yeah, Gomer mm-hmm. Pyle. Mm-hmm. Going to the Andy Griffith Show and Gomer Pyle USMC. I do remember all that. Yeah, you didn't care for him. No, I didn't care for. Him? for him. No, I, no, I never really cared for the <laughs> for the character Gomer Pyle. Oh, mm. uh, not just because it was a black and white show. I didn't like that either. Well, what about Andy Griffith? I liked Andy Griffith. I liked I the Andy Griffith the show. Yeah. I liked mm-hmm. I liked the show, but I, as I said, I always thought the Goober was a better mechanic than Gomer. Remember? I do. I never watched any I don't of these shows. Goober You've never name? seen an episode of the Andy Griffith can't, show? Can't say that I have. Oh my goodness! Were they in B? Uh huh. No. Don Knotts as Barney Fife. Really? N- no idea. Mm. Who's the one uh, that they put in the jail all the time? The Otis, Otis the drunk, the drunk, and Floyd the barber. Floyd the Barber that Classic. was on some kind of, I don't know whether it's Triple Dose or... of Valium or something. He wasn't on Speed. <laughs> he was on. Well, what's the opposite of Speed? I didn't know. Yeah. yeah, yeah heroin. Like Super Duper Kush or something. Oh, oh boy. Oh, Cutting your hair. Andy? Yeah. And he always <laughs> talked like. Ange? I think he. <laughs> He's on the nods. He was, uh, he was, uh, oh. And then he, he did that a your lot. hair. <laughs> he just keeps. And yeah. Ooh. Oh, Ange. <laughs> he yeah. keeps waking up just to remember the cut. <laughs> he was just, and then he wakes up again. Mm-hmm. Never seen. Well, what are you gonna do? <laughs> <laughs> so you never saw. You never wonder what was in the basket that Aunt B used to bring to Otis when she he was. Brought him muffins, they put I him thought. in the drunk tank. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I never. She... You never knew what it was because it was in that basket with the gingham napkin. With the gingham napkin, you always go, "Oh, I bet it's but chicken it's and biscuits." Good. Oh, see, I thought it was muffins or something. Oh, no, I always thought it was chicken. So oh, fried like, chicken oh, yeah. and some biscuits in there. So I'm going to biscuits and maybe a slice of apple pie. Oh, that's good oh, to sober yeah. up. Yeah. Uh-huh. Chicken and biscuits. You think he's making his own little little chicken biscuit? Or you think he's just taking a bite of chicken, taking a bite of biscuit? No, I don't, I don't think there was anything <laughs> known as a chicken and biscuit. I think it was fried chicken and you had some biscuits. And you had a biscuit as a side thing. Yeah, yes. exactly. Yeah, I think so. And then a slice of apple pie. Mm. That sounds delicious. Doesn't it? Mm-hmm. I could go for that. So you didn't mind the southern nature of the program. You just didn't like the character of Gomer Pyle? No, I did not like that. No, I wasn't crazy, but no, I wasn't. Because it's so, like, farcical. Like, he's just like, well, golly, just just, stupid. (laughs) Maybe, I don't know. I just wanted him to focus on on Andy and Barney. Right. You know, when are they going to go to Mount Pilot? Citizens arrest. Citizens arrest. Yeah, that Mount Pilot, that was a big deal for them. Yeah, that was when you went uptown. You went to Mount Pilot. Exactly. To go to the movie theater or something. I don't think I don't think Mayberry had a movie theater. Hey, yeah, or the department store. Right. If you were going to go shopping, you went to Mount Pilot. Oh. Yeah, if you needed a real a new dress or a pair of shoes or something, you went to Mount Pilot. Mm-hmm. Texting service. What? Real Mobile seven seven zero three one powered by David Moss Toyota. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Said Floyd the Barber had a stroke after the second season. That's why he talked that way oh, and you never I saw him stand oh, I don't up. believe that. I don't believe that at all. You calling them fake news? Yeah, wait, he never stood up after that? Yeah, it says oh. you never saw him stand up on screen after that. 
So he sat in the chair in the barbershop? It wasn't any different from the first episode to the last. I don't know. We've gotten three separate <laughs> texts about this. Well, were they from Steve Bannon? Oh. Maybe. He's got multiple numbers. Bruce, Bruce Bannon. Well, stroke or not. I'm, I'm going to look it up. Uh, oh, are you? Okay. I'm trying. It was one of my favorites. Floyd. Yeah, Floyd, you always have favorites. I mean, it was like Green Acres. Yeah. You know I liked on Green Acres? The, the pig. pig. Everybody liked Arnold the Pig. <laughs> it was those two carpenters. The male and the female carpenters. That doesn't, I don't ring a bell at all. They're always doing a home renovation, trying to do a home renovations on, on, on the, the house. Ho- on the hotel where they, well, that was Petticoat Junk. Yeah, they couldn't saw a two by four in half. Oh, they, they had absolutely no idea what they were doing. Mm-hmm. I got to look this up. Green Acres? Yeah, with Eddie Albert. I didn't know that Floyd. And Ava Gabor, who was much better looking than Zsa Zsa Gabor. Much yes. better looking. How that drop dead gorgeous. Floyd yep. had a last name. Today's the first day I knew that. Floyd Barber. Floyd the Barber. I thought that was his name, right? No, Floyd Lawson was the fictional character's name on the Andy Griffith show. Yeah. Um, but I don't. it was something McNair. Um, Howard McNair was the name of the actor. Of the actor, yeah. Oh, Ever now, see him in anything else? Uh, no. He typecast. Mm-hmm. Oh, definitely. As a as a barber, as a barber. Yeah, well, you'd have to shave that mustache if nothing else, but you could recognize his voice. Yep, he was called a slow-paced, somewhat absent-minded barber. <laughs> First seen in episode twelve, mm. played by somebody else. Yeah, uh-huh. and then oh, maybe that actor. No way. No. Oh. Uh, then from sixty-one on, it was played by Howard McNear, the one you would recognize, of course, as Floyd the barber. The best. Okay. Yeah. Here's what I found. What? Oh, okay. Here, what? I found it too. Go ahead. Oh, boy. Well, do you want to do the honors? <laughs> no, please. All right, okay. so he had a stroke. While working on the Andy Griffith show, he suffered a massive stroke. Ooh. After he recuperated, he had trouble using his arms and legs, and when he returned to work on the show, he was always seen in an either close-up or sitting down. Well, I learned something new today. I did not go. know that. One of my favorite characters from the Andy Griffith show. He had oh. a special chair constructed for him. Yeah. And he could only stand for short periods of time. Oh, that was nice. Somebody said, hey, come on. Yeah. Just because you had a stroke doesn't mean you're going to be out of work. He died in 1969 in Hollywood. R.I.P. Well, that's uh, Pinkman. Want to make a guess on what the obituary size of the obituary in the New York Times will be tomorrow for Jim Neighbors? Oh, decent. Yeah. Uh, One page. A whole page? You're telling me that Jim Neighbors is going to get a whole page in the New York Times? I I resend that. Yeah. (laughs) Three quarters of a page, two photos. Oh, right. th- three photos and half. Wow. Yeah, I think you'll get three photos, all black and white. Qu- quarter of a page. Oh, that's it? It doesn't leave a lot of room for print. <laughs> yeah, they'd be like Jim Neighbors, you know? He could sing, dog. Mm. He was an actor. All right, let sing, me take a little break. Don't forget, uh, five-minute professor later in the program. We'll talk with Dirty Jim as well later in the program. It's the Phillips File on Real Radio 104.1. Check of the news. Here's Big Daddy. Thank you, Big Jim Weasel. A man in India has a real pain in the ass. X-rays found he had a metal cup inside his, um, but He had stomach pain so he saw a quack doctor to save money. The quack said stomach you say. Bent over. A lucky woman who was pining for her late grandmother named Ruby bought a scratch-off ticket called Ruby Riches. Then she won which means her dead grandmother is the best grandmother of any grandmother who has ever lived and that is a scientific fact. 
Headlines were brought to you by the free iHeartRadio app. Keep Big Daddy in your pants wherever you go with the free iHeartRadio app. Our wall is waiting for all your insights. Not fit for radio broadcast. Facebook slash Real Radio Orlando. Brought to you by Seacoast Bank. See why local is better by visiting SeacoastBank.com. Better by all accounts since 1926. Member FT. Phillips file for a uh, Thursday. Five minute professor later in the program. Dirty Jim about an hour away. Dale Earnhardt says he was a troubled uh, kid and really didn't find himself until he started uh, driving race cars. Junior? Yeah, Junior. Yeah, Junior. Says he's been in therapy, in and out of therapy his entire life. Well, you got that spotlight. I mean, your daddy, you know, who is beloved by uh, NASCAR fans, probably the most, well, him and Richard Petty, I Mm. suppose. Right? The most beloved NASCAR drivers of all time. Yes. Oh, yeah. Even more than Fireball Roberts. Mm -hmm. My family loved both of them. So, uh, yeah. He was speaking on a sports program today and uh, talked about his childhood struggles, calling himself a troubled kid without much direction, who rebelled for any kind of attention from his father. Considered himself a disappointment until he started racing cars. Then all of a sudden, your babysitter is your stepmom. Oh, yeah. How's that work? Oh, yeah. yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I forgot about That's that. That's a little creepy. Yeah, I don't think they get along. He and his stepmother? Yeah, I don't think, uh, yeah. Mm. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> what? That'd be weird. Because then it's like, then that's kind of the, uh, you you kicked my mom out of this relationship type deal. Yeah, so a stepmom, I don't know if she was officially a stepmother, but the stepmother's a couple of years older than you are. That's weird. Teresa Earnhardt, how old is she? Uh, I'm on it. Research. I bet she's not more than five years older than he is. Well, he's 43. Yeah, maybe 5'7". No, he's, I don't mean that. Teresa Earnhardt is 59. Oh, okay. So she's 16 years older. 16 years older. Still. Yeah, okay. Yeah. It's not a huge difference. How old is she now? She's 59. 59 mm, okay. Filthy rich. She is, yeah, yeah, yeah. Filthy, filthy. She filthy inherited rich. a lot from him, yeah. Well, what are you going to do? Wasn't she his... Um, no, like, she had a job. She was the... Not the manager, but the something, right? She She had a... I think she had a big hand when uh, when uh, Dale died, and you know if you're a NASCAR f- fan freak, uh, you can straighten us out on this, right. as I'm sure they will. She headed Dale Earnhardt Inc. Yeah, oh, but I go. think uh, I think didn't didn't Junior just kind of move out of that operation? He didn't want anything to do with her. Maybe I don't know whether she he thought she was a gold digger or incapable of uh, you know running the organization. Maybe he didn't like her. Maybe all three. Troubled childhood, you say. Troubled childhood, in in and out of therapy all his all his life. Oh. Nothing wrong with that, of course. That's not. As a matter of fact, I think everybody should be in therapy. Probably be a lot better off. 
have a place to put those emotions, Pinkman. Exactly. Don't just squash them down. Exactly. I don't need that. Get out there and talk to somebody that has no emotional connection to you whatsoever. Does that help? I assume it helps. Yeah, because when you have somebody that has no emotional connection, you're more apt to, to, to tell them how you're feeling about things. Because they've got no personal stake in it. Exactly. Interesting. So they say. Like how does that make you feel? Pinkman, what the hell are you thinking? That's the worst decision you've ever had. Nope. They what? wouldn't say uh, that. What are you talking no, about? No, they wouldn't I, do that. That's no, if I wouldn't. was talking no, to they wouldn't. What do you think a therapist would say that? What are you, nuts? <laughs> no, they don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> You're insane. No. Uh-huh, I guess. That's, that's really good. <laughs> oh, boy. Richie's oh, on. God. <laughs> Not too uh, bad, huh? Yeah, that was good. Bada boom, bada bing. <laughs> oh, my God. Hey, just, you know, sit there and uh, let loose. Then they make notes, and they're probably making a, you know, shopping list of grocery stores. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Look at their watch. Okay, I think our time time's right. up. Okay, our time's up Time's now. about up. Leave your check for 600 with mm-hmm. the receptionist. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I think we ought to continue with these sessions. Maybe. Uh, I think you're making a lot of progress, yeah. but uh, I'm not sure if we're there yet. So uh, how about next Tuesday at the same time? Or maybe they mm-hmm. had this, like, printed out sheet. It's just, like, 1 through 50, and it's like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh, mother, mother, mo- like, mother's number four. They just crossed that <laughs> mm-hmm. off. Right. <laughs> like Childhood uh, trauma, okay. Trauma right. bingo. <laughs> Cross yeah, that exactly. Off. I'm going to put you in a box somewhere, and we'll figure this out. <laughs> <laughs> or die trying. All right. So, yeah, Junior, have any bad dreams? I mean, what's going on? Are you just going around in circles? Got to go fast to get away from his problems. My uh, dreams basically um, revolver. I'm either running late or I can't find something. Oh, you're lost? I'm lost. Mm-hmm. Many times I was lost in Mexico City a few nights ago. Eddie the Shaman was there. To help and you. I couldn't figure out the subway. You know, you ever take a look at it. doesn't matter where. They have a diagram. Whether in, you're, you're in New oh, York or Boston. Yeah, sure. Oh, a map. They always have a map. And it's got all the, it's these lines that are interconnected here and there or whatever. I, could, I wouldn't be able to figure that out to save my life. Almost like the... Catherine, the... we're going the wrong way. <laughs> no, you're not. <laughs> <laughs> what is it? The English tube is kind of like that, right? The, the underground? That's their yeah, yeah. It's a big yeah. diagram. You know, it's mm-hmm. usually a, a oval-shaped. And a they map. have red yeah, and blue sure. and connect here and there you go and whatever. on the green line or the blue line or whatever yeah. it is. Yeah, sure. Yeah, you can't figure it out. You, to, <laughs> no, to ride a subway, the best thing you can do to ride a subway is to go with somebody who's been riding a subway for years. Yep. That knows something about it. Sometimes I can't even get through the turnstile right. I, I, that part for me is the most confusing. Once I establish I'm going on the red line and I'm going to wherever, yeah. I I don't know if I'm not putting if I'm not swiping the card properly or I I don't know. And then the, the oh, turnstile. God, I would just you know I would like, melt. Oh no. <laughs> Especially in the, some of those big cities. Hey, what are you doing? Hey, come on, will you? Hey, bus hey, stop moving along. Get out of the way. Get out of the way. The first time I went to New York, I got lost on the subway for about three hours because oh, no. I kept taking the wrong train. And finally, I asked a woman that was sitting there. She's like, oh, honey, you going the wrong way. Uh-oh. And then I had to get well, take, nice. take a train like an hour back the other direction. Oh, no, Pinkman. <laughs> By yourself? No, I was with someone. But after that, I figured it out. I haven't had that same problem since. Happened to me on the bus line in San Francisco when I lived out there. Oh, boy. I didn't know where to get off. I didn't know where I was. 
Really? Yeah, no, it was pure uh-huh. luck. It was abs. Yeah, I mean, I'm on this bus. I don't know where I'm going, and I mean, and I know where I'm supposed to go, but I don't know where I am. And finally, the bus driver said, "said You have to get off. We're at the end of the line. You have to bus. get off. Yeah. So I just, yeah, uh-huh. you're just gonna, you're gonna. You know, I said, "Well, I'm trying it. Okay, we go. So he drove me a couple of more blocks. Oops. They get off here now, right? You got to get off." One triple eight nine seven eight one zero four one. What else is happening? We figured out the lock for Matt Lauer's door. Yeah, it was a security measure, not one of those secret locks that we were all thinking about yesterday. We said that dirty dog. He's got a secret lock installed in his office so he can trap women in there. Well, he had his lock in there that he could operate with a button from his desk yeah. for security reasons, but. He utilized it to trap women in That's there. That's right. He still used it for evil. And he's apologized. Mm-hmm. You know, they all come out yeah. with this. And a lot of it is me, 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 and I, yay, yay, instead of just saying, I'm sorry, I apologize. See, somebody I heard this morning say it was too much. His apology letter was too much about how ashamed he was and how he hurt the people in his life. Same with Louis C.K. Right. But when he, if he just came out and said, I'm sorry, I, I screwed up, I'm sorry, I... Then they would have said that's not enough. Well, so, I don't know if they I, would have done that. I thought they it was did a- with um, what's his name who only came out with oh Al Franken came out with a brief statement. I'm sorry, I'm ashamed. Then they said that's not good. And then he had to issue this kind of statement, very long whole page of, of information. So it doesn't matter. Whatever he did would have not been acceptable. He puts out too much. It's all about him. He puts out not enough. Look, he's not even contrite uh, You're about standing it. up for him because you, you miss him. You miss him on the program already, <laughs> don't you? He wasn't at the tree lighting. Years and nothing. years and years. Mo and her kids, you know, before they you know trotted off to school. Mo's getting ready to do whatever. Watching go take a tennis day. lesson. No. Nope. You know, they'd watch the Today Show together. Now she's missing Matt. Mm-hmm. So disappointed. I never trusted him from the get-go. Oh, stop it. <laughs> Through all of the other... <laughs> Through Ann Curry, I knew something was going on. I know you thought that was rotten. There's something there. It was there. rotten. Yeah. There's something there. I watched her last show again because of all this, you know... How'd you trouble. watch it? It's on YouTube. Oh. And her last show, when she actually had that tearful goodbye from the couch, they didn't do a retrospective of all of her years. Remember how they really gave I her remember. the boot, right? So she couldn't even look at him. She almost turned her back, like, turned herself so she wouldn't have to look at him. did he, he sit there like a lump? Mm-hmm. He didn't, like, comfort her or anything. It was terrible. Mm-hmm. Yeah, New York Times is running a story, essentially saying he wielded a lot more power than you ever thought he could. Right. Had some executive producers fired just because they had started making some decisions about the direction they thought the Today Show would go, mm-hmm. should go. I mean, that's the job of a, of a producer. And of he course. said, yeah, I don't think so. Get rid of him. And they did. Oh. Yeah. Didn't Katie Couric say that he was pinching her ass all the time, Pinch too? Yeah. Yeah. Tush, yeah. yeah. So he, he was always pinching her on the butt. That's, okay, so that's a blatant red flag. And why was that? N- Nobody ever never res- addressed. Because at the time, I mean, but what are you going to do? You know, it was, uh, you know, the good old boys club. It was, you know, at the time, well, you know, whatever. Well, stop, Katie's stop laughing. Stop complaining. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, she's laughing. Yeah, exactly. Because you- either of an expectation or she's saying to herself, you know, the hell is what, am this? I, what am I going to do? Yeah. She worked with Bryant Gumble, then Bryant left, and they brought on uh, Matt Lauer. Right. And so, you know, here Katie had worked with Bryant for all those years and, and now has to adjust to a whole new co-host, broadcast partner and all that. And so maybe she thought, oh, this guy, very friendly. Boom. You know, gooseish every minute. It's like, whoa. Yeah, it's not really a goose. 
Well, no, I think it is a goose. No, it's a pinch. Look. There's a difference between a pinch and a oh, goose. Oh, yeah. I don't, I don't know. I thought it was the same. No, 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 a pinch is, a pinch is. I know what a pinch is. Oh, yeah, but a goose is, this is a goose. Oh, with your thumb and the tuck? Oh, yeah. Oh, boy, I didn't know. Yeah, that's a goose. That's a, whoa. That's a how's your father. I don't know what that means. What? What did he say? That's a what? How's your father? He said, how's your father? I never heard that. He's a strange oh, person. Oh, no. See, he's like so bizarre. That <laughs> well, look, I don't even know what, what that, that means. What does that mean? Now he's embarrassed. He Someone said, busted out with that. Down? Yeah. <laughs> somebody in your family do that to you? And you yeah. said, hey, how's your father? Hey, how about a how's your father? <laughs> <laughs> I just thought it'd be worth it. Oh, my God. Nope. Oh, and what boy. would you rather have? A pinch or a how's your father? Crow eating, cow eating corn or horse <laughs> yeah. eating corn or how's your father? <laughs> I never heard of that in my yeah. life. Oh yeah. boy! Horse eating corn. <laughs> I'll take the horse eating right. corn any oh day. My God. How's, How's your father? Oh! Last time you asked like, about whoa, him. Oh yeah, holy. He's boat. fine. Uh huh. <laughs> oh boy! Like, whoa, Nelly. <laughs> the funniest thing I ever heard today. I never heard that How's before. Your father. <laughs> 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 that's ridiculous. <laughs> Fritz, that's ridiculous. I don't know where you come up with this oh stuff. God. Fritz. <laughs> oh, my God. You're just making up stuff every which way. Oh. But on the, <laughs> on the serious side, what? There is no serious side to a how's your father. That's not funny. Uh, that's so serious. That is serious. It's a heart. Think... What? I'm sorry. What? What? Come back to us, Jim. You're uh, going to just... wet your pants over there. I'm just trying what? to get... So how what? about... <laughs> You're cracking yourself up. I swear you're going to pee in your pants. What's so funny? Come on. Try, pull yourself together. You're a professional broadcaster. Uh, oh, for sorry. sake. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Stop it. All right, listen. I'm out of air. So, Matt Lauer. Oh. Yeah, Matt Lauer. So, how about that? What? How about sorry. that what? Never mind. Oh, boy. All right. S seriously. Mm. Oh, my God. Fritz. <laughs> uh, yeah, quit saying words. <laughs> That's right. It just comes out of nowhere. All right, one triple eight nine seven eight one zero four one. What else is happening? We got that uh, Scott. A little, uh, still a lot of talk about Scott Frost and UCF. I think it's uh, all over but the shouting. I think Sunday afternoon or Sunday morning it'll be okay. Here we go. Well, okay, no big surprise. Mm -hmm. Going to Nebraska. Nah. He'll stay. Do we have a bet? You have a bet. Yes. You What's have a the bet? You have a gentleman's bet with the shot doctor. No money. But you said uh, Scott Frost will be out. You said yes. Shot said no. But that's it. Yeah, he's going. Yeah, we'll see. Oh. Not up the bet? No, you did say. Here, yeah, you have a bet. It says we within... An announcement. Bet. Within three days of UCF yeah. winning or losing over Memphis, right. Scott Frost will announce he's going to Nebraska. It's a dollar bet between you and Pinkman. Yeah, pretty got it. That's, yeah, okay. you might as well pay off. Right? I'll let you. I'll let uh, you. You can get out of it mm -hmm. for ninety cents. <laughs> no deal. Okay. Right. Full dollar. All right. Just checking. I ain't scared. Mm. Want to bet on the game? Oh, we did bet Ooh, on the game. Yeah, we a, did. It is a bet. We've got yeah, we like bet a, on ten, uh, oh, ten point 10. spread. Yeah, you did. What's the bet? I it's, said that UCF would win by at least 10. By 10. And you said no. Correct. Uh, is that right? 
Yeah, anything less than 10, he picks up a dollar. Oh, wait. I no, thought I, I, thought I said around. they'd win by at least 10. He said it's a Pinkman uh, bet. Pinkman said no, UCF by 10, and you took it, so it's 10 or above. Okay, so if they win by 10 or above, you win. And Correct. So oh. nine or less, it's you. <laughs> I think you'll pick up a dollar on that one. Mm-hmm. Let's hope so. Except that Memphis is, they're, they're coming in really pissed oh, they're, off. They're mad. Yeah. one triple eight nine seven eight one zero four one. Here's Ed on Real Radio. Ed. Yeah. Um, yes. Yes, sir. Hello. Speak, sir. I just find it interesting that when Al Franken or any of the Democrats make a apology, yeah. that you find that it's funny that they apologize too much or not enough. I don't find it funny. The president, when the president does it, all we hear about is how inconsiderate and. What's the nine uh, and everything uh, what's else? The, what's the what's the what's the what's the president apologize for? Anytime he if he says what's he apologize for? Right. Well, tell me what he's apologized for first. You can't think of anything, can you? Okay, get back to me later. It's the Phillips File on Real Radio one hundred four point one. So you weren't the tenth caller, and you didn't win the prize you wanted from your favorite radio station. Boo friggin' who? There's still a way for you to win. RealRadio.fm keyword contest. Somebody's got to win. Might as well be you. Well, I was laying in my cell on death row When I heard the warden say He said, Ray, you got one more day You got one last meal before we carry you away He said, if we ain't got it, we're going to have to send out and get it and you don't have to go, you don't have to go until we get back with it. Everything. So I turned to the warden and then I said, What? Bring me two dinosaurs, eggs over easy, riding butter, not too greasy, mosquito knees. Got peas on a little bit of butter on my beef bop beef. A saber tooth, tiger steak, on a whole hippopotamus. Well baked, so go and get my dinner. Go and get my dinner. You ain't got it. Go out and get it. Texas based to sleep at the wheel. It's Phillips File, a Thursday edition. We'll talk to Dirty Jim later in the hour. Argentina has called off the search for that missing submarine of theirs. Mm-hmm. That's sad. Ooh, what a way to go. I just don't get that submarine. Th- I mean, I, no. No, I understand it. But well, you have claustrophobia. I couldn't, you no, couldn't. I would, you, no, it would be a day in there and said, okay, that's I gotta it. I got to go up. I, yeah. I, yeah. Up. Sorry, I made a bad decision signing up for this. Well, you've got six more months down here, sir. I don't think so. You don't understand. I've got to go now. Mm-mm. We're doing you this. You put me in a torpedo tube and shoot me out. Just get me, get me the hell out of here, all right? <laughs> you have to share a bunk? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, what's that all about? Yeah, they can't afford bunks. No, they have well, bunks. You have to room. share them. You're in a metal tube. You're on watch. You're on duty. So somebody's sleeping somebody on the bed. somebody else is sleeping. And, and then, then when you get up, they go into the bed. Then you go in there. It's like, oh, oh come on. Can you put... What if they on, drool a, or something? Yeah, clean sheets. Can you do something? Mm-hmm. Have you yeah. got a little curtain at least that you can pull? 
You gotta, well, you're not in there at the you know. same time. You're on opposite shifts. Yeah, I know, but you're still in a in a berth. I think they do have curtains. Uh, at least they do on the aircraft carriers. My buddy was stationed on one for a while. That's a big difference, though, an aircraft carrier and a submarine. Yeah, but it's still like... You still sleep- have to share a bunk? Yeah, Oh, and it's still like right. sleeping on a shelf. Mm-hmm. No. Just down in there, you just, you know, you, you just know you can't... They're a lot bigger, of course, than they yeah, were during oh, the Second sure. World War. Right. I think you can actually jog in them. Jog? Yeah, you jog around the uh, around the nuclear missile silos. I saw Denzel Washington do that in... It's a uh, movie! Doesn't mean he didn't do it. Based in truth. Mm. Exactly. Remember Gene Hackman was going after him? No. I remember Gene Hackman from The Birdcage. I don't remember Gene Hackman from that. No, so, uh, yeah, and Denzel and Gene Hackman, uh, you know, they can't tell whether they're actually being attacked or the United States is under attack. I don't want to give everything away. Real spoiler alert. You know, and uh, Denzel second in command. Mm. So he's got to decide whether to try to override the captain's decisions. Mm-hmm. Now Gene Hackman, whew, he's 87 years old. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now. Well, everybody gets older, you know. I guess. Oh, the Democrats must have heard you. <laughs> Why? With the tax the th- the plan that's going through uh, Washington. House came up with a plan. Senate Get ready, came up folks. With a plan. You're about to be screwed. All right, but listen, it's all our fault because we didn't pay attention. The corporations are going to get this, you know, reduction. And yeah. Dianne Feinstein and some of the other Democrats said, hey, wait a minute. Uh, let's offer an amendment to ensure that corporations use the savings to raise employee raises at the same rate they give to their stockholders. You can't do that. You can't you can't man, you can't pass that in a law. They have an amendment that would have ensured that corporations no. use their tax savings to raise employee wages at the same rate they increase executive pay, stock buybacks and dividends to shareholders. Every single yeah, Republican like who voted yeah. voted no. Yeah, I think that's an overreach. Yeah. I mean, I don't like this tax plan at all. At least from what I gathered about it, but I I would find that overreach by government. You don't have the right to tell a corporation here's what you do with your with your revenue right. or your profits. But they're desperate. You know, they're desperate to point out how corporations well, are okay. giving it to the executives at the very well, then, top of the okay, heap then, and to their share. Okay, then point it out instead of you know trying, trying to pass a law to, that would never pass in the first place. Yeah. Also, the nonpartisan Joint Tax Committee finds that under this new tax plan, the Senate version of it anyway would add $1 trillion to the deficit. Well, you and I don't have to pay for it. But my children will. That's true. I'm just saying. <laughs> Losers. Hey, that's your age group. What are you talking about? <laughs> that was uncalled for. Pittman. It was self-deprecating. Oh, okay. Sure. The movie you were thinking of is called Crimson Tide. Crimson Tide, exactly. Uh, roll Tide Roll. Yeah. yeah Crimson Tide. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. This is better than the football team. Mm. Remember Gene Hackman, the captain, he had that little dog on board. Oh, no. <laughs> I don't think that movie. That's a good movie. Never seen it. You never seen Crimson Tide? No, oh, sir. V- Vigo Mortensen was in it. Yeah, he's in it. And James Gandolfini. He's in it. Oh. I think when it came out, I wasn't allowed to watch it. All of a sudden. <clears throat> Jim Neighbors has passed away at the age of 87. Jim Neighbors, of course, from uh, played the role of Gomer Pyle on the Andy Griffith Show and Gomer Pyle USMC. Mm-hmm. Was that on during the height of the Vietnam War? Mm-mm. Uh, was it well after? No, well, it was in the 70s, I think. So, yeah, maybe. And Gomer Pyle never went to Vietnam? The first no. episode aired in 1964. 
Oofa. Of the Marine Corps show, the, yeah. that version? And mm-hmm. it ran through May 2nd, 1969. And oh. you never went to Vietnam, or is that the last episode? Maybe that was the last episode. Gomer Pyle was shipped off to Vietnam. It's it's titled Goodbye, Camp Henderson. Hello, Sergeant Carter. Oh, that was the next, that was the spinoff show. He's being transferred, it says. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway, he's passed. A continued conversation about Scott Frost. Matt Lauer, we figured that out. Well, we didn't figure it out. We read, you know, yesterday we were talking, oh, that Matt Lauer, he had that mm-hmm. secret button at his desk where he could lock the door in a microsecond. Oh, that nasty. Well, apparently it was part of the security process at NBC, just in case there was a something happening at 30 Rock. He could just hit that button and lock the door. <laughs> Used nefariously, though, right? Apparently. He's could, a real schnook. I wonder if they could go back and see how many times he actually activated that. Oh, I, don't, I have no idea. Mm-mm. I'd like to know who else had the secret. Yeah, did yeah, they all have buttons? Button. Well, all of the, I would imagine. I just want a door. All the very top, <laughs> you know, the top people in the news division. Yeah, you assistant producers, take a bullet for us. Yeah, you cubicle people. So last night I'm sitting around. <clears throat> I said, geez, I can't take any more. I can't take any more of this Anderson Cooper with these panels where they're just yelling and screaming at these apologists, you know, for one side or the other and blah, blah, blah. just goes on. It's never ending. You know, on MSNBC, I just, you know, even though politically I, I, I lean much more that way, I just can't stand anybody on MSNBC. At Chris Matthews, 10 minutes now, I'm just yelling. I just why would yell. You, yeah, why'd you yell? Because, yeah, because he's incapable. He's okay. incapable of, of asking a question. Oh. They do it on other shows. I mean, it can be done. You just ask the question. Mm-hmm. Now, sometimes it might take a little bit longer than somebody else. But whether it's face the nation or meet the press, or, you know, you can ask the question. You've got great guests. You have people who are experts. Right. <clears throat> They're specialists. They're, uh, they, that's, they, they make are, their living. They're, right. they're political of pundits. Course. They know the process. They know the inner workings of Washington. Yep. You know, they have some observations to make. Now, you might not agree with the observation, but it's still from smart people. Man, he just cannot, he just can't keep, he can't shut up. Can't keep it together. He can't. So I said, I got, I got to try to find something. So I'm all over the place. Pawn stars. That's good. You know. Yeah. It's on a good occasion. Time it's okay. Uh-huh. I started watching, uh, what is it? On HBO, what was that show that Kramer loved? Big Little Lies? That oh, was yeah. one, yeah. Uh-huh. With the, Nicole with, Kidman? Yeah, and yes. what, Reese Witherspoon? Yeah. I watched that, but I turn it off when Catherine comes home. Why what? is that? Because it's kind of soap opera. I'd uh, be like, what are you watching? <laughs> switch, oh, nothing. Switch to World Boxing. War II and HD. Yeah. Real uh, yeah. <laughs> exactly. World War II in color. Just <laughs> learning about the bombing of London, nothing. So I'm flipping around. I said, oh, yeah, oh, God, I forgot about this. And I saw the, you know, Bruno Mars Live at the Apollo was going to come on in a couple of minutes. I said, so I'll give this a go. <clears throat> Man, he's absolutely terrific. Bruno? Oh, yeah. yes. Oh, 15 yes. minutes, I'm absolutely, I'm exhausted. Are you tapping your toes? You can't help it. Oh, you just want to shake it. You, you yeah. just, you're, yeah. you, 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 you're, you're moving. Mm-hmm. Maybe not literally, but figuratively. You're shaking it, yeah. Mm-hmm. He is really, he's a real talent. Very much so. Oh, he doesn't stop. He was just in town last month. Where? Uh, Amway. Sold it out, I think. Last month? Mm-hmm. 
tickets were super expensive. Like how much? I they, would imagine. They started uh, the sale for them like a year in advance, and yes. I think it was 300 for good seats. Yeah, well, I would imagine he puts on a great show. Probably over 100 just to sit in the nosebleeds. But he's got it. I mean, he's just he's got the moves, he's got the voice, he's got the looks, he's got the he's got the whole thing. He's the whole mishbuka going on he right does, there. Yeah. Uh-huh. And those people are just wild about him. He's a short fella though. I mean, they were Yeah, he's like 5'2", right? Something like that. I mean, they weren't throwing anything at him like they did when Marvin Gaye first came out yeah. of the Apollo Theater in huh. Harlem. Right. I mean, women were taking their tops off and throwing their brassiers at him. Is that true? I would have, too. With Marvin Gaye? Mm-hmm. That's the story oh, that Marvin yeah. Gaye, when Marvin Gaye made his first appearance. And nobody knew anything about Marvin Gaye. I mean, you know something about Bruno Mars. Mm-hmm. You know, you know his music, or you've been to a concert, or you've seen a show. But this, I think it was, uh, it might have been like amateur night at the Apollo when people could, you know, they could come out and mm-hmm. do whatever they do. And Marvin right. Gaye came out and started singing and uh, and people didn't know what to do with themselves. One of his friends, I think, found Marvin Gaye's like vast porno collection. Oh. That was just hundreds and hundreds of dollars of different movies. And he goes, Marvin, you need serious sexual healing. Oh. To which he then wrote a very sexy <laughs> song about it. Is that true? Yeah. He's like, man, you, you are addicted to sex. You're a friggin' pervert. And he's like, oh, yeah, sexual healing. He's like, that's a good title. Yeah, he's turned the lights down lower music. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's after the club that's music. That's sexy time. Yeah, totally. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but you got to curate the playlist a little bit. What do you mean? You get the sexy songs, and then you get the socially aware songs. Well, I mean, yeah, not- you come home, and you know, after you know, what? you're not going to put the socially aware songs, are you? No, but if you ask no, uh, Alexa, you're, or you're going to put on some Pearl Jam. No, if, no. But <laughs> no, if you say to Alexa, no wonder she's going home early. Uh, Alexa, <laughs> play Marvin Gaye songs. Call me an Uber. Then. You're not you're not gonna put on what's going on. You're gonna go immediately to sexual healing. Nah, you well, should. Uh, I don't know. You gotta yeah. set them. You gotta work it out. I don't know exactly. But it's, slow and steady. It's a um. Come on. I don't know. No, it's a uh, it's a mix up or a mash up or whatever. When you ask Alexa, what are you putting on nine inch nails or something? What's going on? God, I hope not. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> Slipknot's first album for me. I just cranked, just as loud as it goes. That's aggressive. <laughs> that doesn't seem like sexy time yet. Yeah, that's, at all. that's exactly. Well, it's it nice meeting you tonight, but the Paul the Uber, please. Yeah. Nope, we're and, done. And uh, just tell him I'll be waiting on the front porch. Mm-hmm. No, uh, nothing sexier than a double mm-hmm. bass pedal. It's the Phillips File on Real Radio 104.1. Did you? And now the Phillips File presents a game that is not about being right or wrong. Wrong! It's a game that rewards the lucky. Hey, everybody! We're all gonna get late! It's a game where you just have to be close. That's right! You've got that right! The game is closest to the pin! Let's go while we're young! And now, here's your ever-excited host, Jim Phillips! Here he is! Oh, I just made it! Time for that regular round of close. This to the pin. I'm playing against Finn. Michael is the backup as I head to the soundproof booth to uh, dig into my newly acquired bag of M&M peanut candies. Oh. Mr. Fritz, what's the prize? I have Westworld Season 1 on Blu-ray. Drama series. 
Westworld is a fascinating odyssey about the dawn of artificial consciousness. Own Westworld, the complete first season on 4K Ultra HD Blu-ray DVD and digital now. It includes all new exclusive bonus features, too. Nice. Ed Harris. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. He's good in that. Yeah, he is. All right, let's bring Finn up. Hello, Finn. How are you? Good. How are you? Thank you. I am very well. Thank you for asking. Mm-hmm. All, right, uh, all right, cool. Yeah, we have a category today, and it comes to us from Mark Quinn. Thank you, Mark. It's titled, The Grammy Nominations Are Out, which is... No offense, Mark, more of a fact than a title. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and? That being said, it's uh, all about the Grammy, nominate- Grammy nominees' birthdays and band origin dates. Oh, so wow. if I give you the name of a musician, it's going to be their birthday. If I give you the name of a band, it's going to be the year in which they started. Mm-hmm. That cool, bro? Hello? Finn. Finn. I'm still here. Okay. You you hear, hear, did you hear what I said? It's the I just heard the name of a band and what year they were formed. Correct. It? Or if it's a name, just the the year the guy was born or a woman was born. Got it. Okay. Cool. All right. We'll start the game in three, two, one. Bruno Mars is nominated for best record and best album. How old is Bruno? Bruno is thirty. Metallica made it for best rock album. Hardwired to self-destruct. What year was Metallica founded? Founded in 1985. Allison Krauss for best country solo performance for Losing You. How old is Allison? Allison Krauss is 55. Foo Fighters for best rock performance for the song Run. What year were the Foo Fighters founded by Dave Grohl? Foo Fighters founded by David Grohl in 1998. Best pop solo performance for Pink for What About Us? How old is Pink, otherwise known as Alicia Beth Moore? Pink is 40. Time. All right, Finn, we'll put you on hold. Boy, he wasn't in any hurry, that's for sure. (laughs) You know what, though? I don't think he was vastly off. Well, we'll we'll see, won't we? Quiet. Yeah, 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 we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. No, no, yeah, 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 Don't give anything away. No, 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 Welcome back, Jim. How's your father? Oh, no. All right, welcome back. Thank you. Oh, you have your mouth full of candy? Well, while you finish chewing, I will tell you that this category comes to us from Mark Quinn. Thank you, Mark. Mm-hmm. And his title, which is really more of a fact, is the Grammy nominations are out. And the objective here is to, uh, I'll give you the name of a nominee right. or the name of a band, right. and you either guess the nominee's birthday or when the band was founded. Birthday. Yes. Or See, when the, the band year they was were founded. born? Or how old they are? Their birth. Uh, well, how old they are, I mean. Yeah, okay. just listen. Their age. He'll tell you. The age. Or, when the, or the year the band was formed. He will tell you Correct. which one. Gotcha. I think I can do this. All right. Here we go in three, two, one. Bruno Mars is nominated for Best Record and Best Out. Metallica made it for Best Rock Album, Hardwired to Self-Destruct. What year was Metallica founded? 1984. Alison Krauss for Best Country Solo Performance for Losing You. How old is Alison? 55. 
Foo Fighters for best rock performance for the song Run. What year were the Foo Fighters founded by Dave Grohl? 1997. Best pop solo performance for Pink for What About Us? How old is Pink, also known as Alicia Beth Moore? 43. I'm all right. about that. Speed. How do you do? Not all right. bad at all. You went fast. You were either the same or one off on three of the answers. Are you kidding answers. me? Nope. Yep. You were fast. I know my walk sure. and roll. Walk and roll. All right. The 60th annual Grammy Awards were... And it is well, a little Aaron. weird that we were talking about Jim watching Bruno Mars and falling in love with Bruno Mars. And the very first question, we're getting complaints here, was Bruno Mars. They think it's a fix. Well, I will say... Well, you didn't say... This, what's a fix about it? This, this was actually sent to me yesterday. Ha! And I didn't read it until that first read through. Mm. points so anyway let's go ahead and do this uh thank you mark quinn uh bruno mars is nominated for the best record and best album uh-huh. uh how old is bruno finn said 30 jim said 28 finn is closer he's 32 is he really wow born okay. in 1985 in honolulu hawaii brother mm-hmm. got that right oh yeah uh, Metallica made it for best rock album, Hardwired to Self-Destruct. What year was Metallica founded? Finn said. Here's here's the one off. Finn said 85. You said 84. Ooh. Jim is closer. It's 1981. No, okay. Good. Tied up. All tied All right, up. One to one. Allison Krauss for best country solo performance for the song Losing You. How old is Allison? They both said nine, uh, she's 55 years old. Huh. Well, they were both off. She is 46 Oops, years old. All right, we but apologize. it's... I also thought she was older. Still tied to all. Mm-hmm. Sounds all older. Right? Mm-hmm. Kind of old-timey music, she's, that's why. She's had a very mature voice. Mm-hmm. Plays a violin, doesn't she? I believe so. She Doesn't refer to it as a fiddle. Works with Robert Plant a lot. Mm. She can do whatever she wants. You're god dang right. Foo Fighters for best rock performance for the song Run. Yeah. What year were the Foo Fighters Bunch founded of. by Dave Grohl? Come on, Jim. Come on. Here again, you uh, were one off. Finn said 98, you said 97. Cool. One of them is closer, obviously. Yeah. Foo Fighters was founded in 1994. Oh, Jim, you take you the go. lead. Oh. By Dave Grohl, former drummer for Nirvana. Uh-huh. Best pop solo performance. Lots of peas there for Pink. Mm. For What About Us, how old is Pink? Uh, Alicia Beth Moore is her real name. Finn said... She's 40. And Jim? 43. She is 38. Finn is closer. It's all tied up. Oh, it goes to time. I got five seconds handicap. Then you have to add five seconds. Yeah, Yeah. you want to change that? To four? Sure. (laughs) No, 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 no. To more seconds. (laughs) Like 10 seconds. I'll I'll add one second. So six seconds. Six seconds. Six second handicap. There's a differential. Oh, no. Oh, boy. I'll go six seconds. All right. You finished. Uh-oh. No. Sorry. Finn finished Uh-oh. in 58.6 seconds. Oh, I got him. You finished yeah. in f- with, adjusted with the yeah, handicap 40.2 seconds. Yeah, there you oh, go. There Thank you. you. And you win. Sorry about that, Finn. That's the way it goes, Michael. You pick up the prize. Once again, I'm a winner. I'm the champion. I am the greatest. I will win. I can't lose. Yeah, thanks for playing closest to the pin. Remember, close only counts in horseshoes, hand grenades, <laughs> and closest oh to my. the pin. I win. Is there no one on this planet to even challenge me? 
So there you go. Take a little break. When we come back, we'll talk with Dirty Jim. He's the host of Primetime Kitchen, of course, heard Friday evenings on Real Radio. We have the five-minute professor later in the program as well. And Angel's Drive Home Song of the Day, all upcoming on Real Radio 104.1. Check out the news. Here's Big Daddy. Thank you, Big Jim Weasel. A woman found out her husband was cheating on her after seeing a picture of her own bedroom posted on a model's INSTagram account. When confronted, the model owned up and told the wife the husband had several lovers. Who is the bigger idiot here? Police in New Jersey are trying to trace the source of a loud banging noise that has been waking up citizens and riling up dogs. They will never figure it out but I'll let you in on a secret. Big Daddy and the Washing Machine Scientists are now considering how fabulously feathered dinosaurs really were. New reports suggest they were extremely fabulous and fluffy AF. They were living their best life, that's for sure. Headlines were brought to you by WeAreNotTheBanks.com. And transmission. Looking for a home? Go to WeAreNotTheBanks.com. Why? Because they're not the banks. They also have special loan programs for the self-employed, or maybe you want to finance a mobile home? They can do that as well. Their service is second to none. Go online to WeAreNotTheBanks.com for all your mortgage needs. Real Radio Orlando on Facebook. Brought to you by Seacoast Bank. See why local is better by visiting SeacoastBank.com. Better by all accounts since 1926. Member FDIC. From... You are listening to The Phillips File. File for a Thursday, one triple eight nine seven eight one zero four one. Every Thursday at this time, we talk with Dirty Jim from the Monsters because he is the host of Primetime Kitchen that is heard at eight p.m. on Friday evenings on Real Radio, repeated eight a.m. on Sundays. So we just talk about things, about cooking, about recipes, about restaurants, and any other thing that we might be thinking about. Please welcome Dirty Jim back to the program. How was your Thanksgiving? My God, man, it was great. Uh, just the way I like it, which is full of love and short. No uh, arguments breaking out at the table? No, we got lucky. You know what? Actually, I have to tell you, uh, it's funny because we had spoken about this, uh, that one grandmother we all have. Yeah. Uh, I got a, I've got a dandy. And, uh, you know, she was actually pretty mum the entire time. I was actually disappointed. I remember looking at my wife at the end of the evening, and I said, I'm like, man, Meemaw's over there quiet as hell. What's going on? And uh, and she just didn't have it under this year. I don't know what it is. You know, she's a little older, and maybe she's lost a little of her fire. Yeah, maybe. Maybe she, you know, you get to a point where you say, why even bother? You know, I'm not going to change anybody's <laughs> mind here. Of that. You know, these young whippersnappers, you know, I'm not going to change their <laughs> mind. You know, they'll find yeah. out sooner or later. Let it's me ask you. Much, it's pretty much feed me and get me the hell out of here. What do you got planned for Primetime Kitchen? So, very interesting stuff coming up this week uh, and next week. Heather actually has a surprise 
interview coming up next week because I'm not going to be here. I'm going to be on a, a cruise for my birthday. But this week we have Stephanie Barlow, which won't make any difference to anybody except for 12 years she's run the watermelon board nationally because the office is based here in, in Central Florida. And we had her on to talk about the importance and the magnificent fruit that is the watermelon. And uh, wait a minute, the wa- what is the, what is the watermelon board? Believe it or not, Jim, there is a board that manages over 1,200 watermelon growers in the U.S. <laughs> and she, by the way, uh, at a relatively young age, is basically the queen of watermelon in in America. She manages the farms, uh, makes sure that they're all working in unison, huh. making sure that the breeds are good and the and that the uh, hybrids are turning out great and and making sure that the word's still out there about how great watermelon is for you. You know, selling watermelon, no different than the cattle board, you know? Watermelon's good for you, isn't it? Basically, it's isn't it, Mo? Doesn't it? Vitamin C, vitamin something in there? It's got that thing called, I think it's lipotene or lipocene, I believe. And basically, it's one of the natural antioxidants. And, you know, it's 92% water. So uh, even the rind, actually, uh, I don't want to spoil too much of my own show, but uh, even the rind has had kind of a bad rep for a long time. You know, you've ever been told, you know, don't eat too much of those, you want a stomach ache. Yeah. Well, we kind of bust some of those myths on the show because some of that is actual, but every time. Look out for that Peterbilt that's on your left. Every time. <laughs> it wouldn't be a call for me if I didn't have that happen, would it? Um, but the watermelon itself is great. They're grilling them now. It's just pretty amazing. They made uh, mules and brought them in. They made watermelon peas. It was it was actually really cool. We learned a lot about it and how much Florida means to the world of watermelons uh, in the U.S. Now, let me ask you a question. Because, yes, I'm listening. Because I know we've talked about this before. When you were a younger man up in Palatka, you sold watermelons uh, by the roadside. Is that correct? It is unbelievable how infamous that story has become. I mean, there's nothing. I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. As young no, people, no, we, you, you got to put food on the table, or you have to buy gifts for your girlfriend, or put gas in the car, whatever you're doing. So, right. I mean, did you grow them, or did you buy them off a farmer and then put them in a truck and take them someplace and put a plywood sign out out on the road? What'd you do? So I was your stereotypical 15 year old, 16 year old bag boy at Winn Dixie in Palatka, which used to be. Right there on the main road, yeah. uh, going out of town right there where the bridge is. Not far, a couple blocks from where the bridge is there. And uh, I worked there as a bag boy, like many, many kids that age. And, you know, you get that first job. And, well, you know, you know, not necessarily always a bag boy. Sometimes you're a stock boy. Sometimes you're a sweeper. You know how it goes. You, sure. know, you fill the job that's needed. So uh, I came in one morning, and my boss looked at me, and there was a bin of watermelons that were kind of left over from the season. And he was hoping to get rid of them. And uh, what, bought, what better way to do so? Then put some bucktooth mullet having stank hippie redneck from Palaka, Florida, who happens to be one of your employees, yeah. out there with one cut in half, each half under arm, showing the pinkness of said watermelon <laughs> to drivers by. Oh, oh, by the way. Oh, by the way. Hold on. Huh? Uh, did I mention I was in overalls? Well, that's good. You got to sell them that way. Did you have a T-shirt on or or no shirt? <laughs> no, I had a T-shirt on. I'm not an animal. Man. Well, okay. Well, you never know. You got to you know, sell a watermelon. Show off right? everyone. Let me ask you a question <laughs> about watermelons. Then, so how do you how do you determine you know the old line about well, you got to thump a watermelon? Well, I can thump a watermelon, but I don't know what the thump means. I don't know whether whether you get a good thump, a bad thump, no thump. 
Well, I have to tell you, we go into that uh, on the show okay. quite a bit. And, uh, again, another one of those things where I have to tell you, you know, a lot of people are like, oh, it's got nothing to do with that. There's other things. Which the one thing that it actually is, I'll make you listen to the show to hear, but it's actually easier than the thumping thing. But did you know that there are apps that teach you how to tell you whether or not that your watermelon is right? I wouldn't be surprised. It's funny how they yeah, do it. Yeah. It's pretty, it's pretty funny how it works. If you listen to the show, it'll tell you the whole thing. It's pretty cool. Dirty Jim is the host of Primetime Kitchen, heard Fridays at 8 p.m. on Real Radio. Let me get into something that Mo and I were talking about earlier this week, because sure. it's that Anthony Bourdain. Yeah. And just, you know, I've got a love-hate relationship with this person. As just, do I. Just when, and I'll tell you the story, and I don't, know, I don't know if you saw the episode. I don't even know if you're watching him anymore. And uh, so he's doing, uh, you know, um, he's on CNN now, and he's doing a, a piece on Charleston. And he's at Charleston, and he's in a in a, a nice restaurant, apparently one of the best in Charleston. It's getting great reviews, and it's, I don't know if you want to call it Nouveau South, but it's uh, a chef that everybody's exclaiming about, you know, claiming about and excited about, and he's reintroduced a lot of things that were Old South, but he's made some improvements in it. He's brought in some kind of pig you know, for slaughter, yeah. for roasting, whatever. So Anthony Bourdain is sitting there. Uh, Bill Murray is there with him. Bill Murray, the comedian, the actor, because he lives in Charleston now. And Bourdain is sitting there, and I'm enjoying this. And then Bourdain gets into a riff about chilies, where he, uh, he'd he like to take, I don't know, I think it's something to the effect, he'd like to take an axe handle to every chilies that he sees. Mm-hmm. And that oh. really pissed me off. You know, I'll tell you why it pissed me off. Because he's sitting there dining on some kind of special bacon that was made out of this pig that the chef brought down, probably paying more for this bacon appetizer than any any entree at Chili's. And I thought, you know, for a lot of people, going to Chili's, that's a big deal for them. Or whether they're going to Olive Garden or whether they're going to Red Lobster, they save their money. I mean, that's a special deal for people. I, I just, you know, so now, so now I'm pissed off at him again. So now, now I dislike him again. It was those family restaurants that he was besmirching, you know, those not fast food, but a little step up from that. Um, and, you know, sit down, family style, yeah. m- middle of the road kind of restaurant. And Mr. Snooty Pants thinks, you know, oh, I want to take an axe handle to every Chili's. He also had just come from the Waffle House Correct. earlier in the episode, had never been in a Waffle House, was almost surprised that they made waffles in a Waffle House. It was just... It, yeah. He's, he's gotten kind of snooty. So, so he's screaming, oh, this is wonderful, this Waffle House. And I'm sitting there said, I could show you six diners in, in Metro Orlando uh-huh. that will put – I'm not downgrading Waffle House. I like Waffle House as much as the next guy. But I can take you to six dis- different diners in Orlando and give you a better waffle than you'll find at Waffle House. I just, you know, so – I, I have to tell you, list. when you and I first started discussing – uh, Anthony Bourdain, I know that you'd had a, you were kind of in that same thing. I'd actually turned the road on him quite a while. Yeah. And, and again, this is, this is the weird thing about like sometimes art artist argument that you hear a lot. And I, I think he's the guy kind of probably has some very artistic, uh, uh, attributes about his personality and the way he writes definitely is, uh, has a flow to it that is very artistic, but it doesn't stop him from being a pretentious prick. That's- <laughs> Exactly. Thank you. You you can separate the two because I know that I have musicians, Jim, that that are the worst people, just the most pretentious, I mean, just uh, entitled jackasses of all time. But what they do entertains me. So 
I'm kind of able to separate that. I still like reading what he writes. I'm still not a fan of watching him move around in life, but the way he writes is good. I mean, you can't ignore that. Um, his, you know, his, the story he wrote about hanging out with Iggy Pop and kind of becoming a friend of him is is is. God, for lack of a better word, it's, it's charming. Well, he knows his uh-huh. stuff, and I imagine he knows how to cook, and he's articulate, and he's literate. He's certainly intelligent. There's no question about that. And, you know, times, t- yeah. this, and just real quick, at times he can have this odd humbleness yeah. that makes you forgive him from all the crap he just said 10 minutes ago just to have him do it again. And then he did this this riff on Chili's, and it's not Chili's per se. It's any place that people, you know, Applebee's. and I'm thinking about, dude, you know, most people, maybe even a majority of people, are watching you right now. They can't afford to sit down and pay forty-five dollars for a special, uh, you know, South Carolina boar bacon appetizer that you're number one eating for free because he's not paying for it, and just Hell chowing no. down on. I'm, I would imagine wonderful food, no question about that. But to downplay somebody else who might be saying, "Hey, baby, I just, you know, we got enough money. Why don't we go to Chili's? You know, we can. I think we can go again this month. You know, that's a you real." I got, I'm gonna write him a letter. It is. <laughs> I am. I'm gonna. I'm gonna write him a letter. The thing is, He's not gonna. Not resp- nec- it's Probably it's not. not necessary to make your point. I mean, here's the thing. He has to understand the value of his opinion. He can't be that big of a dumbass. So if he understands the value of his opinion, he understands his words have weight. He's been writing professionally for a long time. I agree with you 100. percent You know, hell, I was that person. I mean, to go to a steak restaurant. Up until I was probably about 22 years old, yeah. was a pretty big deal. And then to this day, even with all the connections and stuff, I go to like one really nice dinner a year with the exception of that. We're eating at local places and occasionally popping into a place like Marlowe's, which we love, or maybe even Chewy's, which we love, to sit on that patio. But for the most part, we eat local. But, man, I, I agree with you, man. That's slamming people to make you – it doesn't make your food any better, and it doesn't make chilies any worse. And you're not going to stop one person from going to Chili's by saying it, by the way. Right. And I like those baby back ribs at Chili's. I do. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I do. <laughs> yeah. They're, they're tender. The they're not the, you know, they're not the worst thing in the world. They're, I think they're, you know, well, somebody came in and said, it, right? hey, because not for nothing, a- I brought you lunch today. What do you got? We got some baby back ribs from Chili's. I'm, I'm not going to sit there and go, you got to be kidding me. I said, <laughs> hand them over. Mm-hmm. You're going to hand them over. Them. <laughs> I really I would tar- be, It would be funny, though. You have to admit it'd be funny if somebody did offer that and you just took them overhand, threw them right in the space. You know, I bet you you could take Chili's baby back ribs. You know, it would be a great experiment to take, you know, baby back ribs from Chili's and dress them up, you know, and say, hey, by the way, there's a new restaurant here in Charleston and they got the best yeah. ribs. Oh, man, you are just going to, yeah. you know, I just Over want you to that. try them. Anthony, just try them. And I bet he would say, these are absolutely drop dead delicious, yeah, man. Sure. Well, I haven't I'll had tell anything you what he better. wouldn't say. He probably wouldn't go. These taste like they're from Chili's. Yeah, no. exactly. You no, know, because nope. it's just, it's that wrapper. Anyway, all right, buddy. I appreciate it. Primetime Kitchen with Dirty Jim Fridays at 8 p.m. Repeated Sundays at 8 a.m. Have a good evening, will you? You too, partner. Oh, you got it. Phillips file for a Thursday. Five-minute professor is right around the corner. Let's see what happens today. Jim Neighbors, he's dead. Gomer Pyle. Still dead, yep. Yep. And thought Uh, about him in a long time. Well, now you have. No, he's been living in Hawaii. He's been in the same relationship for almost 40 years. Pigman's yeah, never seen an episode of the Andy Griffith show. Never right. seen one episode. It's iconic. Nope. You know who anything. Barney Fife is? Yep. He's the uh, cop. You're not They're both anything. cops. Yeah, well, I wasn't wrong still. He's the deputy sheriff. There's one sheriff and one, he's got one guy. You don't know who Aunt B is? No. Or Opie? Or Otis? Who? Opie. Opie? No. Is the kid. 
Ron Howard. Ronnie Howard. Yeah. <laughs> okay, enough. Yeah, I mean, That's I know the whistle part. <laughs> All right, well, I'm trying. Who doesn't? Uh, so, yeah, that was You don't classic. know anything about, about Mount Pilot? No. Well, excuse me for not watching oh. a show. That I thought was I thought that was time. intergenerational. The Andy oh, Griffith no. Show. I my thought that was one of the shows. Every that episode, everybody episode. watches it. My kids have watched every episode. Maybe because of syndication on like WGN and shows like the uh, uh, stations yeah, like TBS that. or whatever. Oh yeah, it was. sure, yes, of course. Yes, I yes, mean, yes. it's not uh, you know prime time mainstream network TV anymore. No, because they have eighteen seat NCIS shows from every city around. Remember right? how it opens. That's what the whistling was. Wasn't yeah, but what are they doing? Fishing. They're, they're walking Point. down the yeah. They're walking down the path and skipping yeah, stones and fishing. Just and... horsing off. It's what? horsing around. Horsing around, not horsing off. That's not all. That horsing off. That sounds kind of weird. Uh huh. It's a father and son walking yeah. down a dirt road in yeah. the south. Ah uh, yeah. Where are you doing? Disgusting. I was horsing off. Well, don't no, let uh, your mother uh, catch you doing really, that. Really seriously. <laughs> Wash your hands. Then go home and horse off. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> yeah, that sounds a lot worse. Mm-hmm. You're two for two today. <laughs> yeah. What was the first one? What did he say? How's your father? <laughs> That's what a goose is in his uh, his world. Yeah, when you goose somebody, is that what you say when you goose somebody? Yes. Or is that what you're supposed to say when you get goosed? <laughs> when you goose somebody, you say, "How's your father?" <laughs> How's your father? Because Mo name. wasn't quite sure what was a pinch and a goose, so we had to explain a goose to her. Right, I didn't know like a pinch. A pinch Princess, I yeah. How's your father? How's your father to you? I don't know what that means. How's your father? Just horsing off? <laughs> oh my god! I didn't know when you use that. I, I want to use it in context. I just didn't know how you use. Oh, that. Oh, you get home tonight. Give your husband a goose. Ooh, how's your how's father? Your father? <laughs> ay, ay, ay. <laughs> That'll teach Sounds you. a little creepy. <laughs> a little bit. Mm. He might punch, though. Mm-mm. No, he yeah, doesn't punch anyone. He's always punching. Mm-hmm. No, no, he's not. Mm. He's never not punching. All right, what else is happening? Anything we need to be aware of before we uh, take a break and get ready for the five-minute professor? Another uh, sun rail slammed into, oy, in this case, a, a tractor trailer. That's Driver true. died. It's hauling uh, wood and screening materials, this one up in Seminole County. Now to Mont Springs. Ronald Reagan uh, Boulevard yep. and Plumosa oh! Avenue. What? We never talked oh. about the 4.4 magnitude earthquake in Delaware. that hit in Delaware. They are feeling ripples up to New York, to Washington, all over the joint. Delaware? I didn't even think that was on a fault line. No one's safe anymore. Mm. Not oh. even Delaware. You're in Delaware. Who yeah. would imagine? Safe from corporate tax rates, but not earthquakes. I bet you the first reaction with people were saying, this is not... This is, this is this, wrong. Yeah, this is a sonic wave from some nuclear bomb explosion oh, I don't on the West Coast. Oh, yeah, or some experimental... Uh, More people in Delaware yeah. are concerned and afraid of a nuclear war with North Korea than they are earthquakes. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> Why would you worry about an earthquake in Delaware? I don't know. It I doesn't don't... seem like even earthquake country. Exactly. No. Do they have mountains or foothills up there? I, I think, think they so. got some hills. Yeah, but the, it's shaking from underneath. The fault lines that they draw. Yeah, but things are shaking. San things Andreas are shaking. So, oh my God! It's 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 yes, the concuss- concussive effect from some gigantic bomb that uh, that uh, blew up in Denver. Mm-hmm. And we're getting it. And the other big headline that we have uh, not talked about much, we've talked about it a tiny bit, is that General Motors is planning to roll out self-driving cars for the mass market by the end of 2019. You're darn right. In By the way, if years. we have a, a nuclear war with North Korea, do we have to come in for work? It's the Phillips File on Real Radio 104.1.
listening to Real Radio, available everywhere you want to listen. Yeah, even there, on our free iHeartRadio app. Download it now. From... It's time to rise above the butt jokes and hemorrhoid humor. Even if only for a few fleeting moments. And actually learn something. This is the Five Minute Professor. I don't think I assigned a lecture to the Five Minute Professor, so let's find out whether I'm right or wrong. Greetings and salutations, Professor. And to you, Mr. Phillips and the file, and you are correct. You did not assign anything to me. Hmm. Okay. Where are you right now, by the way? Well, right now I am where I belong. I am at the Silly Philly. Mm -hmm. We're here every Thursday. The Silly Philly is open until 8 p.m. Monday through Friday. Ignore what the sign says on the door. Okay. Just come right in. They actually are open until 8 p.m. And they're doing some really interesting things over here at the Grape. If you haven't ever been here, if you're in the the Maitland area, you should go to the Silly Grape, the Silly Philly, find out what they're doing in their, uh, their, their middle space between the two places. And they're making it into an invitation-only restaurant. Invitation-only? Wow, it's that's fancy. Invitation-only restaurant. Wait a minute, I'll get this. For a, for a cheesesteak? Mm. No, no, no. So there's the cheesesteak place, the Silly Philly. Yeah. Then there's the Silly Grape, which is a restaurant which has some really great flatbreads and some really amazing salads. That's where I do my trivia. And then in between, yeah. they have a secret hidden space Ooh. with 44 mm. seats in it. So it's for office parties and things like that. But when it's not running office parties, it's going to be invitation-only dining. Fa, 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 fa. All right, then. Okay. Well, what do you got for us today? Uh, well, um, before we get to the, the what I have for you, yes. do we have a minute or two to talk about two things? Well, why not? Okay, so number one, this week I got to do something which was unusual. I got to have a lunch with a mayor. What? Nice. Yeah, so it turns out... That the mayor of Longwood, Ben Paris, recently elected mayor nice of guy. Longwood, yeah. is a longtime player of one of my trivia shows. <laughs> so he'd come to my show week after week, and he'd always leave drunk, and I'd say, and I bumped into him, and he said, a couple of weeks ago, I said, Monday I'm going to be the mayor of Longwood, so I thought he'd won a contest. Um, but it turns out he was the elected mayor of Longwood, so I got to have lunch with him. That's awesome. And uh, he said to relay this one specific message to uh, the file. Yeah, well. <laughs> hey, Pinkman, what's up? Uh-huh. <laughs> hey, Ben, congrats on mayorship. His, oh, his no. favorite oh, member Congratulations. Has he ever held elective office? Well, he has been, he was a commissioner City for four commissioner. years. Okay. I see. So he was the commissioner. And he's, a, he's an interesting dude, so I, I hope to have lunch with him again. Mm-hmm. He was deputy mayor for a while, too. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Well, good for him. Congratulations. Who knows? That, well, that, 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 that's that election there in Longwood where Matt Morgan, the the professional wrestler, was involved. Oh, is that Longwood? Had, I thought that was Castleberry. So no, Longwood. Longwood. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They had, that was, like a, that was like a city takeover. I mean, they got rid of everybody over there. Except for Ben. Yeah, good. So Ben, now with four years of experience, is the new guy. And I found some interesting things out. We'll talk about that some other time. Okay, that's Number fine. two. Yeah. Number two. Um, for the past 30 days, the month of November is the first month that I can remember that I have done nothing wrong. What? As far as I know, I have done nothing wrong for a whole month. Meaning nobody's chastised you or challenged you on, any, on anything? Right. Yes, what I mean is I've been single for a month, and no one has told me I'm wrong. What do you mean you're single for a month? 
Well, so I've had a. <laughs> I was married. Yes. I had a girlfriend. Right. Yes. Well, she asked me to move out. Oh. So, so now I'm single, and no one has told me I'm wrong. Ooh. The last thing that we did together, by the way, was your poker tournament. Oh, uh-huh. I'm sorry to hear that. Oh, that was the death knell, huh? No, no, it wasn't the death knell. She wanted to go and see Jim, oh. even, even though we were in the death rattle phase. Oh, that's sad. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. You know, I'm sorry about that. Those things happen. Well, oh, come on. These girls are a dime a dozen. Concern. There are a lot of fish in the ocean. That's right. Well, this is the problem, though. Matt Lauer. Yes. What about him? How is that problem? Well, here's the thing. I think I can say categorically that Matt Lauer is probably only four times better looking than me. Four times. I think I think that could be made quantitative. We have the same haircut. Yes. And if I didn't shave for a week, we got the same facial hair. So he's only, I'd say, four times better looking than me, but he's like a thousand times more influential and a million times wealthier. Right. He's better suits, too. So what? chance do I have? If Matt's on the market? If, if what Matt has to do is lock women in his office, what chance do I have? Well, nothing like building yourself up. That really works out in the, uh, in the marketplace, so to speak. Yeah. Uh, all right. <laughs> Hi, nice to meet you. Thanks for meeting me for lunch. I'm just a worthless human being. It's not true. <laughs> I'm saying I'm just 25% as as worthwhile as Matt Lauer. Oh, That's I, all feel, I'm I feel bad for you now. That's not a lot of fun. What, to be single? Yeah. Mm. So uh, you, you moved out or she moved out? Uh, yes. I was asked to move out. She just bought a house, for goodness sake. I thought you bought it together. Uh, we bought it at the same time. What does that mean? I don't know what uh, that it means. It was her money. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, there's that. Well, at least you I have know. a sense of humor about it a little I, bit. Nice. I have, I have spent the vast majority of my adult life working in radio. You're the only one with money in this industry. That's probably right. <laughs> well, I worked very long and hard to find and myself comfortable. Every penny of it. You know, I make no apologies there whatsoever. Anyway, well, anyway, die, well, you know, hope springs eternal. You know, mm-hmm. just get out there and and knock them dead. Why don't you go to the disco or something? <laughs> the disco That's what I'll probably do. Isn't that That's where you I'll... meet women? What I will probably do is I will probably continue to host trivia three or four nights a week. Yeah, that's what you keep. You know, that brings in the women. Keep yourself occupied. Just stay <laughs> occupied, all right? right? Hey, you met a mayor that way. Anything could happen. Yeah, yeah just, you know, you make an excellent point. Yeah, just stay, <laughs> I did meet a mayor. Stay occupied. That's all you need to do. Mm-hmm. Oh, my Time goodness. Yes. <laughs> for today's cop topic. All right. All right. Divorce. No. <laughs> <laughs> Close. My new best friend, Rum. Uh-huh. Oh, Rum. Yeah, oh, exactly. <laughs> this is going somewhere. Okay, now you're talking. There Good you go. for you. So so here's the thing. Rum is a, uh, a distilled alcohol from sugarcane byproducts, and we think of it as being Caribbean, but it is dramatically older. No kidding. Because sugarcane's not from Latin America or the Caribbean. Sugarcane's from Asia. So Asians made sugarcane alcohols thousands of years ago, but it wasn't like rum. They didn't age it in barrels. They didn't distill it. They made essentially a sugar wine. Mm-hmm. So now we have this molasses and the sugar processing byproducts, which are used to make rum in Latin America, in the Caribbean. And in general, legend has it that it comes from Barbados, but... 
before there was any sugar processing on Barbados, there was rum in Brazil. So that's probably not true. Today, most of the world's rum is made in the Caribbean. It's made in Latin America. But it's also made in Scotland, which is a place I'd go for rum. Uh, Austria, Spain, Australia, New Zealand, Fiji, the Philippines, uh, South Africa, Taiwan, Thailand, Japan, the United States. Of course, Florida has some really good rum makers in Florida. Let me ask you a question. Yes. What, what does it mean? What, I mean, what's the, how did that derive? How, where did the word rum come from? Actually, there's some debate. They say that it may have come from the word rumbullion, which means a good time. Okay. Except for that etymologically, I think the other word existed first. Rumbullion meant a good time before rum meant rum. Okay. Mm -hmm. But there's also people that say it comes from a a mid-Germanic word, rum. There's really some debate. So for once... For once, when I prepared a lecture, I decided to skip over etymology because there's no consensus. Yeah, okay. So we don't know. So we don't know where it comes from. But it's probably one of these things that once they started calling it that, everybody just said, that's a good enough name. Oh, short, sweet. Short and sweet indeed. Now, the whole reason that I brought, of course, rum, rum is distilled. And then in general, what we think of rum Uh, Those light rums, the Mm -hmm. white rums, are not aged for terribly long. They're distilled, but they're not aged for terribly long. But if you age them in oak for a while, they take on some color. And they get that that golden color that you think of when you think of like a Captain Morgan's. Mm -hmm. But the whole reason I wanted to talk about rum was not actually because rum is my new best friend. I want to talk about rum because Bacardi is fascinating. Bacardi. Bacardi, the Bacardi Company, which is, of course, a Cuban rum maker originally. They were founded in 1862 in Santiago de Cuba. Now, that's near where Guantanamo Bay is, in that part of Cuba, southeastern area, not all the way out at the tip, not all the way back at Guantanamo, but right in that area, Santiago de Cuba. After the Cuban Revolution, now the Cuban Revolution, the first Cuban Revolution was against Spain, and it was in the late 1900s, excuse me, 1800s, excuse me, the late 1800s. And it led to the Spanish-American War because the reason that the Maine was in Havana Harbor was because of the Cuban revolutionaries. And then something made the Maine sink, and there's not a ton of consensus on right. that. Hold that thought, because I do believe, and I'll give you time to research it if you want to, because I think there's a gigantic battle going on now in the courts between Bacardi, Bacardi rum, because there's another rum that's being produced. Havana produ- Club, and I know this answer. Havana Club, exactly. And oh. there, is a, there, there are laws made in the United States which violate the World Treaty Organization on behalf of Bacardi. Hold that thought. We'll get back to it. It's the 5-Minute Professor on Real Radio 104.1. Back to the Five Minute Professor on Real Radio 104.1. A couple of more minutes on rum. As I said, I thought I had heard uh, not too long ago there was a gigantic battle between Bacardi and uh, Cuba. What's the rum that's in question? So here's the thing uh, Bacardi mm. was an enormous deal in Cuba and not a fan of the Castro Revolution. Right. 
And when Castro came to power, he nationalized the Bacardi holdings in Cuba. Mm -hmm. He took over their building in Havana. He took over all of their assets in Cuba, and he nationalized them. Somewhere along the line, there was a brand named Havana Club. Right. And Fidel Castro got his hands on that registered trademark everywhere but the United States. Gotcha. So you can actually purchase Havana Club um, rum in the United States, which is owned by Bacardi. And there is a specific law which, present, which uh, protects this specific trademark in the United States, which is considered to be in violation of the World Trade Organization's ruling that Havana Club should be able to be sold by the Castro government in Cuba. Uh, let me ask you a question. No. Yeah. So if I go to Havana, yes. I can buy Havana Club rum produced in cuba correct you can also buy canies which is produced in the old bacardi facility but if i buy havana club rum in the united states it's not produced in cuba it's produced by bacardi but but made somewhere else correct okay possibly in puerto rico that's why when you look at at a bacardi bottle it does not say a cuban rum it says it's a puerto rican rum so bacardi says look we own you know we have copyright we have we own havana club and uh and i i think they said that and then they got a congressman to pass a law that protected it but i think they actually allowed the trademark yeah. to lapse how much are you drinking now that you've uh, broken oh, up? Oh, come on. That's personal. Well, I know. Well, he's the one who brought it up. I didn't bring uh, it up. He's yeah, giving yeah. me a lecture on rum. It's not constant. <laughs> I mean, sometimes it's morning. <laughs> You're drinking in the morning? <laughs> no. No, no, no. Coffee in the morning. Oh, okay. All right. I wait till... What, 10? 11. 10.30? Yeah, 10, 10.15. <laughs> sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, why not? If you're honest. A couple of shots in your cup of coffee, you're good to go. Uh, you know, I do have an eight-year-old, so I do kind yeah. of uh, keep right. that on the, uh, you know, I, I pretend I'm drinking. Well, I feel for I you. You know as well as I do, in all seriousness, these things always turn out for the better, you know. That has been my experience to date. Yeah, there you go. That has been. Now, here's something else about, Bacar uh, about uh, Bacardi that I think is fascinating. All right, quickly. Uh, in 1993, they merged, and by merged, they actually bought out Martini and Rossi. So they Rossi's owned Mont. Martini. And they own Dewar's Scotch. Oh, nice. And they own Bombay Sapphire. And they Same. own Grey Goose. Wow. And they own Drambui and Di Sirona. Wow. So they could make their own Long Island owned by, and, and, you know, the, the spirit world is owned by three or four major companies. And Bacardi is the little tiny baby. They sell about 220 million bottles annually. Hmm. And they are the teeny tiny baby. I didn't know that. I thought they would be bigger. Well, they're big. They're big compared to everyone else. But because of the concentration, the way the business has run, uh, Diageo owns a whole bunch uh, of spirits. Oh, yeah. And there are a couple of other I international don't. companies which own a whole bunch of spirits and distribute them in the United States. Who's making quality whiskey now? Oh. Japan. Correct. Japan. Oh, oh it's rice whiskey, too. Is it? 
Well, they make mm-hmm. rice whiskey, but they also no, make this whiskey. Is, no, this is the standard. They make regular oh, whiskey. Really? Whiskey, whiskey. Yeah. Corn mash. <laughs> anyway, well, let's have a quiz. Well, and actually, uh, I, I started drinking whiskey because of this program. <laughs> what? How is it our fault? Well, it's not your fault. Oh, you know, I research stuff, and I, I find it fascinating, and then it, it becomes a part of my life. So that's why I knew about the Japan whiskey, mm-hmm. because I've taken to drinking single malt scotches, and they make, they make a whiskey in Japan, yeah, which is true. Com- comparable. All right. All right, let's, All right, let's have a moving course. on. Come on. Question number one. All right. The British Royal Navy yeah. stopped issuing the daily rum ration in what year? Jim. Mr. Phillips. 1840. More recently. Um, you don't say. Fritz. Go ahead. Ni- Fritz. 1980. Not quite that recently. Here we go. You are in the correct century. Nice. Uh-huh. 1969. After, you just wanted to say 69. No, yes, I didn't. She always does. This happens at my trivia shows week after week. Yeah. There's always one smartass that just says, 69! Anybody who does uh, trivia, oh. yeah, there's always one in the crowd. <laughs> that wasn't my intention. I was like thinking they're in junior Vietnam. high school. Okay. It is after 1969. How dare you guess 1969? Uh, Jack? Mr. Bradshaw. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, 1973. Before 1970. There you go. There you go. Nice. 71 or 2. All right. Um, come on, Penguin. Come on. What? 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 What's he saying? You said 71 or 72, and I said, or. No, or seven, 70, 71, or 72 is what yeah, I said. There we are. So let's go with, since <laughs> he said or so oh, adamantly, Jesus. I'm going to go with 1970. Yeah, you absolutely should. Nice. Nicely done. Oh, wow. Well, there it is, Issuing the daily rum ration in 1970. Lame. Tricky. Very tricky Which question. Which means that throughout all of the Second World War, they got a daily ration of rum. Mm. Uh, that's right. Just throwing it out there. Mm-hmm. Well, and then grog. Yes. Ooh, God. Watered down with either beer or water. Sounds horrible. What film won the best picture in 1970? Was that Airport, Five Easy Pieces, Love Story, MASH, or Patton? Uh, that was, uh, Jim, I'll say that's uh, Patton. That is absolutely Mm. correct. Nicely done. Very good, Pop. George Patton died in what year? Uh, Jim, he died in 19... I'm going to get close here. 1946. Before 1946. When George Patton died, he was 60. How old was George C. Scott when he died? Uh, Jim, uh, George C. Scott was uh, 70. Older. 75. Younger. Fritz, 73. Younger. Jack. Uh, Jack. Mr. Bradshaw. 72. Younger. Uh, I will go with 71, please. That is absolutely correct. Nicely done. He died in 1999 at 71. That means he was 41 when he played George. uh, When he played George Patton, George C. Scott was born in the town of Wise, W-I-S-E, Wise, like the potato chips, in 1927. A bustling metropolis of about a thousand souls. 
in what U.S. state? Jim, that's, uh, I would say that's Pennsylvania. It is further south than Pennsylvania. North Carolina. Further north mm. than North Carolina. There you go. Here. Come mm, on. North. Mm, Virginia, Maryland. Virginia. West Virginia. Further west than West Virginia. Ohio. Jack. All right, now hold on. Before Wait. we go on, Mr. Bradshaw, I want you to listen to my clue. The town of Wise is west of the westernmost county in West Virginia by eight miles. Maybe it's regular Virginia. Maybe? Regular Virginia. It is, in fact, oh, really? as you stated so eloquently, <laughs> oh, wow. regular Virginia. Regular Virginia. Regular, yeah. regular, regular Virginia. Good. The editorial... The editorial, yes, regular Virginia, there is a Santa Claus, yeah. Yeah. was mm-hmm. first published in the New York Sun in what year? Oh, uh, Jim. Mr. Phillips. 1947. Before 1947. Not much, I don't think. Fritz. Mr. Fritz. 1939? Before 1939. Really? Ooh, I'm way off. Mm, 19... <laughs> Before. Oh, 1889. <laughs> After 1889. Wow. All right, come on. Jack. Jeez. Mr. Bradshaw. Cut it 1895. After 1895. All right, so come on, Six, Pinkman. Come on, Pinky. Bring it home, Mr. Pinkman. Uh, Six, seven, eight, nine. 1897. 1897 is after. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There, there it is. Woo. Woo. The first Boston Marathon was held in 1897. In what month? To commemorate the battles of Lexington and Concord. Okay. What month? Oh, I'll go. Uh, I'll just. I'll, uh, Jim. Uh, March. After March in the calendar year. June. Before June. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm handing it to you on a platter, folks. Uh, Jack. Mr. Fritz? <laughs> oh, Mr. Bradshaw is the one who oh, in. Jack's got to jump it in. Come a- on, Jackie. April. April is absolutely there it is. correct. That's Mr. Bradshaw carrying this team on his back. That is really sad. Unbelievable. Uh, Patriot's Day uh, has always been the day for the Boston Marathon, April 19th. Mm-hmm. Patriot's Day. April 19th. The movie starring Mark Wahlberg called Patriot's Day came out in what year? Uh, 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 Jim, that was uh, 19... Wait a minute. After. No, no, yeah, no, that's no, no, uh, no. 2006. After 2006. Moit. Oh, go ahead. No, go ahead. No, no, no. Oh, 2014. Bef- after 2014. Oh, wow. 17. Moira, sorry. Before 2017. There you go. Jack. Mr. Bradshaw. <laughs> 2015, Daddy-O. After 2015. Oh, oh Pinky. Well, he set it up for you. contribute today. Then it must be 2016. That is absolutely correct. This, of course, about the... Uh, the Patriots Day bomb of the right. Boston Ma- right. uh, the Boston Marathon. 2013 points. Oh, stop uh, it. Tw- yeah, it was in 2013. <laughs> 2016, there were three number one hits by what band on the Billboard charts? The what year? 2016. There were three number one hits by what band on the Billboard charts? The songs were mm-hmm. Stressed Out, Ride, and Heathens. You Fritz. Could hear all oh, Fritz, of them. Fritz, Fritz said he Mr. jumped Fritz. in. 21 Pilots. 21 Pilots. Of course, Mr. Fritz knows that because he plays them. That uh-huh. is. Real Music Weekend. absolutely true. 21 Pilots was named for the pilots who were referenced as having died in All My Sons. A play by what playwright who married Marilyn Monroe? Uh, oh, Fritz. Mr. Fritz. Arthur Miller. 
Arthur Miller is Very absolutely good for correct. And that, that, if you have not seen All My Sons, you should find a good production of All My Sons. It's a great production, and it is about uh, a war profiteer mm. who allowed 21 pilots to die. And that's where the name of that band comes from. Uh-huh. 21 <laughs> Pilots was named for, this, uh, for Arthur Miller. Final question. Arthur Miller divorced Marilyn Monroe in 1961. That's the same year that what author died in Ketchum, Idaho? That's Jim. That's Ernest Hemingway. That is Ernest Hemingway. Wow. That's a good, that's a good round, I think. Nice. Not bad. Uh, that's seven years after Bacardi held a big celebration for his Nobel Prize win. That Fritz, was actually held by Bacardi oh, geez, in Fritz. Havana <laughs> in 1954. Uh-huh. Congratulations. That is an outstanding score. You guys did amazingly well. Uh-huh. 100. Yes! 100 even? Six. Oh, oh, oh. What? We had extra nice credit. Job. And stuff, if Mr. Yeah. Bradshaw was here, I would have deducted 1.9 points. Oh, yeah, of course. Just to make it 104.1. But he's not. So you guys get 160. Best score ever achieved by the file. Nice job, Mr. Bradshaw, even though you could not be bothered to attend. <laughs> <laughs> well, what do you got on tap for the next lecture? Any idea? I did not have an idea. I did think of this, though. Oh. Isn't this going to be the last lecture of the 2017 no. calendar year for you? Oh, for me, it will. Maybe. No. No. no, I got no. next week. One more. I got one more. Okay, all right. Then I'm out of here for a while. All right, so I had not thought of anything yet, although there were a couple of things which I found interesting this week. In fact, this weekend is the Orlando Renaissance Festival. Oh. And they have tomorrow, the first, of, if you can find that, if you go to Orlando Renaissance Festival, you can look for them on Facebook or, um, or OrlandoRenaissanceFestival.com, I think. But, uh, and we're giving out prizes tonight and Saturday for the Orlando Renaissance Festival. It's the second year. But tomorrow they're doing a trebuchet contest. Oh, where they, they launch where, things out of the... Yeah, they're creating them, and they describe them as scale models. That's okay. what they said. They said scale models. They said it can't be longer than eight feet. Oof! <laughs> How far can <laughs> they fling something? Oh, they something can fling stuff. Sticks. Yeah, can... what are they going? Are they going to fling? Oh no, they're flinging stuff. What are they? F- they, they are going to fling. What did you like say? pumpkins full of boiling oil or something? Smaller than a pumpkin. <laughs> oh, okay. Smaller than a pumpkin. Uh, I, I can't remember what she said. An egg. I think they, she said they're, they're shooting an egg at a nest. And I'm thinking, eight feet? Eight feet? You can shoot a bird and it can lay an egg in the nest when it gets there. Yeah. But, uh, no, that's the Orlando Renaissance Festival. It's going to be the uh, Bill Frederick Park oh, at yeah. Turkey Lake. I would call it Turkey Lake Park. but it's I would be correct in saying that is not a catapult. That it's is not a catapult. No. Catapults and trebuchets are different, and they work on different... Um, extra points. points. Yeah, we'll take a couple of extra points next before week. next week. Sure. Thank we'll, you. We'll, we'll cash those. All right, so I may come up with, if you leave it to my devices, it's going to be a Renaissance-themed uh, topic for next week. Okay, all right, stay off the bottle. Where are you going to be? <laughs> I'm going to be, uh, tonight I'm going to be at the Silly Grape. I'm there every Thursday night. Wait, they serve in- wine, don't they? Isn't that the whole they- point? Well, you would think that, but they also have some beers on tap. They oh. have beers on tap, and they have happy hour up until 7 o'clock. Oh, okay. So, so they have oh. beers and wine. Really great food. Great flatbreads. The, the shrimp flatbread is unbelievably good. And you can also order from the Silly Philly and have it brought over. All right. Just remember, there's always Uber, all right? So. <laughs> um, and then Saturday, we're going to be at uh, Waco Taco, which is attached to a brewery. Are we seeing a theme here? Uh-huh. And then uh, Tuesday night, I will be at Post Time Lounge and Cafe, Lounge. which is in Longwood. Uh-huh. And sometimes 
rarely these days, but sometimes the mayor of Longwood shows up to get drunk and play Okay, there you go. Very good. Thank you, Professor. We'll talk to you next Thursday. Awesome. All right, good job. Five-Minute Professor on Real Radio 104.1. Let's get a check out the news right now. Here's Big Daddy. Thank you, Big Jim Weasel. You've been playing Monopoly all wrong. A viral tweet has shed light on an overlooked rule. If a player lands on a property and does not want to buy it, the property immediately goes to auction and any player can bid for it. This speeds the game up from one lifetime to one calendar year. A woman who could not keep her liquor on an international flight ended up punching her seatmate in the face, breaking eyeglasses, and biting at least three other passengers before being tied to her seat. She later thanked the federal agents for feeding her bacon sandwiches to sober her up. You humans are doomed. Thieves managed to steal an elderly woman's mobile home using a low loader in England. They literally stole everything from her. Yep. You humans are doomed. Headlines were brought to you by Filutowski Cataract and LASIK Institute. Go to myvisionfreedom.com. End transmission. Call now for person, place, or thing. 407-916-1041. From... You're listening to The Phillips File. Real Radio. 104.1. This morning I smoked them stand.
would imagine the title of that song is Smoke Them Stems. Chris Stapleton, that's Angel's drive-home song of the day. What's up, Locos? That's a keeper. Yeah, it's a good one. That's off the album From a Room, Volume 1, that was released in March of this year. Uh, volume 2 comes out tomorrow. There says. you go. Oh, right. Thank you, Angel. You good job. Yeah, nice choice. Like the that. album drops. It that's... actually says on the card, Angel gave me, Volume 2 drops Friday, December 1st. See, drops. Loco. I know mm. stuff. Yeah. Yeah, you're so hip. I know, I know stuff. When you say albums are not just sent out now, they're dropped. They're dropped from storks. Yeah, the big thing is just to produce singles is, that's what I gather. Oh, yep. singles. EPs and singles. That's what singles. John Mayer oh, did. EPs. What do they call them? EPs. Yeah. But John Mayer, he's a weird, I, you know. All right, now I listen. I can't tell you the number of times I've seen him interviewed each and every interview. I said, what is this guy talking about? He said he's on another planet. Wait, hold on. He's got the largest collection of what now again? We've watch talked it. about it. Ah, watch well, I don't know That's if he has the largest watch. collection. He's a watch collector. Uh, okay, Wrist watches. Yes. A watch enthusiast. As opposed to, as opposed to a pocket watch? Pocket watch. Mm. Yeah, I don't see many of those nowadays. Well, my wife gave me phones. one for my birthday. Oh, A pocket watch? Nice. old pocket watch. Cool. Keeps perfect time. What a Keeps self- better time than this one. Uh, that, I would right. hope so. Uh, why? What? I'm just saying. Oh. Some of those old watches, that's, yeah. that's a good piece of machinery. You have to wind it, you know, every 12 hours or so, but... It only holds a, a, a charge for 12 hours? Or it's a, a pocket a, watch. It's a wind, oh, oh, it's a oh, wind watch. Uh-huh. Yeah, you got to wind them. Like 60 minutes? Do you have a chain? That's a stopwatch. Yeah, oh, that's... yeah, it is. <laughs> Wait, does it... Do I have is, a chain is, and a fob? Is there a chain? I have a fob. I have no chain. Uh, would you use it if you did? No. Oh. No, no, no. No, no. cool, though. Because then you have to wear a vest. You have yep. oh, yeah. to pull it out of, of your pocket and look at it and put it back. And exactly. then you either look like a conductor or an English gangster. <laughs> yeah, and then loudly say something that others around you would say, why? You know, or like just look at it and go, ah. Uh, oh, Put I huff back. a little. We got to huff and puff. You got to act like bit. you're late for something all the time. <laughs> yeah. just, oh, just you pull it out like, and go, what? Oh. Ah, it's 647. Damn it. <laughs> like you've missed something. Yeah, exactly. Something important. Yeah. Here's some good news if you uh, were listening earlier. Here's some good news. if you Weird. He's a little bit cuckoo. And we made a big stink about American Airlines because of the computer screwing up. Yeah, and gave all them? the pilots a vacation around the holidays. They, f- they, they did some programming and coding and redoing and, you know, click, click, click. American Airlines has now found pilots... For most of their December flights. Thank where they come from, the Philippines? I don't know where they... But Thank when they God. say... That's the Bolivia. headline. They found them. I'm like, where'd you yeah. find, where are you finding people? Mm-hmm. I don't know if I want to be on a plane where they found some pilot. I just got my certificate, you know, and... Uh, <laughs> that's oh, what boy. I, the first thing You're I thought in. of was... Never seen a cockpit this big. This is making me scared <laughs> a little bit if I'm flying. What does this do? Yeah. Oh, don't push that. <laughs> I've got 200 hours. Hey, hey. All right. All right, let's get PPT underway. Let's get some PPT music. There it is, Mr. Fritz. What is the prize for person, place, or thing? It's a pair of tickets to the AutoNation Cure Bowl at Camping World Stadium on December 16th. Multi-platinum recording artist Andy Grammer headlines a pregame tailgate and concert at Tinker Field. Concert admission included with game ticket. All right, there you go. Let's get it underway. Eric, you're first up. Pick a person, a place, or a thing. Now let's do a place today. Let's do a place. Thanks to Brad for the category. Thank you, Brad. What is Thank this you, place? More than two-thirds of this place's modern land area did not exist, but was created via the gradual filling in of the surrounding tidal areas over the centuries. Huh? Yeah, it didn't oh, exist. They filled it in. They made it. Oh, they made it. A man-made. Yeah, most uh, more than two-thirds of this place, I guess, is man-made. Yeah. yeah. 
I, I don't. I'm gonna have to say Taiwan. Taiwan. Okay. That's your final answer. Uh, no, it's not Taiwan. I'll give you a clue. It's in the United States. Whoops. Oh, I think I know. What is it? What? No. You're way off. Fake news. Here's Jennifer. Clue number two. Jennifer, many of its yep. early settlers were from England, so they decided to keep the name of their hometown. Uh, oh, so it's got an English name. Huh. Well, yeah, more than two-thirds of this place is man-made. It was filled in. Many of the early settlers were from England. Could be Ireland? No, it's in the United US States. Oh, it's in the United States. Yeah, uh-huh. Oh, New Brunswick? New Brunswick. Oh. That's your final answer? Sure. No, it's not New Brunswick. Moving ah, on to Mark. Clue number three, Mark. 15% of the population commutes by foot, making it the highest percentage of pedestrian commuters in the country. Okay. Okay. Um, let's say New York. New York. That's your final answer? Sure. No, it's not New York. That's Good what I guess. thought, too. No, it's not New York. What, that was All right, so here we go. Jimbo, stuff. Jimbo, Common Bond Jimbo, James Spader, Uma Thurman, Barbara Walters. Uh, I'm going to say Rhode Island. Rhode Island. That's your final answer? I'll give you another uh, chance. It's a city. It's not a state. Oh, I know. How about oh. um, the Outer Banks? No, it's a city. Oh, uh. Providence? Providence. Providence. That's your final answer. That's uh, it's not Providence. All right, one to go. Here we go, John. It's no era. era. <laughs> this city revolutionized the way we think, having seen a massacre, a tea party, and a marathon. Oh, that's a giveaway. Isn't it? Yeah. That would be Boston. Boston. You got it. Go Sox. That's yeah. your final answer. <laughs> yeah, yeah, baby. baby. You got it. All right, good job. Yeah, Boston. Pretty impressive. I didn't know that. I didn't know it was filled in. Mm-mm. Who knew? Well, now we know. We learned a few things. Today. Thanks, Brad. Every time Brad emails me a new place category, he's like, can't someone choose something different? That's oh. true. Most people go for uh, for, for place. place. I think all, it's easier. All or week. some place or thing. Yeah, the, thing, thing is, the thing is the, yeah, the hardest. The hardest. Mm-hmm. Try this one out. Well, wait. But, okay, sure. All right. Uh, <laughs> that, these Brad. things invented towards the end of the 19th century help solve an impediment to human flight. Hmm. You want to take a guess? Wings. I can't because I know what it wings. is. Wings? I don't know. Buffalo right. wings. They started small but grew large, especially during World War II as the United States had built eight new ones. Uh, oh. Airports? They took on strategic importance during the Cold War in the development of supersonic aircraft and missiles. Oh, carriers? Increased uses include automobiles, buildings, golf clubs, and Olympic bobsleds. Oh, uh, now I'm just... Mm. No, no, no. A thing. Mm-hmm, no, 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 it's a no. thing. Don't be a drag. I, for oh. one, am a big fan. Hop inside, hold on, and it will blow you away. Balloons? Hop baskets? Nope. Um, And it'll blow you away. Fans? Oh, wind, wind tunnels? That's wind. a wind tunnel, Mo. It's a wind oh, tunnel. Yes. Yeah, Good job, Mo. <laughs> that was hard. Yeah. Bing, You're right. bing, bing. They had people, you know, it's like, ooh, thing. So yeah. random. I mean, who would think? Yeah. yeah. That right. Oh, yeah. All right. It's no Boston. <laughs> no, it is not a Boston. It's a nice town. I'm a fan. Went the wrong way in the subway there. You got lost. Terribly lost. Catherine, we're going the wrong way. No, Jim. Uh, you're going, we're going you're upstairs fine. to get a taxi. Jim, come over. Just go you know, we'll go the other way. Okay. Uh. <laughs> <laughs>
Cool city, though. It is a nice city. I like it. You can go a little to chilly Cheers. in the wintertime, but what are you going to do? Eh, nothing. All right, let's get out of here. Good All show right, today. Right. Thank you very much. Friday edition of The File. Tomorrow, busy, busy, busy day. Eddie the Shaman, I think he's coming in. What else do we have tomorrow? Pat Clark and sports. Oh, yeah. A lot of things to talk about sports-wise. Certainly the Scott Frost story. We'll see what Patrick has to say about that. Phillips File tomorrow at 3. Right after Shawnee's The News Junkie with Sabrina and C Lane. They follow the monsters in the morning. By the way, Tom and Dan are next. Tonight, eat dessert first, grin like a dog, wander aimlessly, pound your conk as often as you can. Buy your books with cash and eat some ants. Bye bye and take care. Good night, Penny. Good night, Will. Remember, brush your teeth.